Sit back, grasp that joystick, and wiggle it profusely. It's time to joystick and chill. Well, we survived the first one, and we're back for the sequel. Hello and welcome to show two of Joysticks and Chill, a podcast for gamers, by gamers, who like other gamers. I was going to write something funnier at the end of there, but I didn't. Okay, my name is Joystick J. Here with me uh, are some podcasting royalty, uh, with names such as John Mouse. Hello, John Mouse in the Christmas Joystick House, and uh, I am really happy to be here and to be back and I can't believe we've made it all the way to episode two. <laughs> it is the epic heights. Uh, Nezzy? Hello, everyone. How are we? Yes, I can't believe it either. Show number two. Look at us now, eh? Flying high. I'm happy to be here. I'm drinking some of my um, Christmas beer. Um, so I may get a little tiny bit tipsy as we go through the show, but I'll try and stay coherent. I am also drinking alcohol, and I've dra- and I've eaten fuck all today, so this should be interesting. Oh, I've eaten a lot today, and pretty much all year, to be fair, so I think that's why I've not been able to get drunk all year, or all Christmas. <laughs> and hardly Dan, Dan Natman, how are you? Greetings. Yeah, good, thanks. How are you? I am going to be uh, slurring my words more and more as we go. Fair enough. <laughs> Uh, right, so yes, they are the people who will be um, entertaining your ear holes. Um, so let's get on with the podcast. So, um, as you know, Concab sponsored the uh, the podcast last week uh, very generously, even though they didn't give us any money, the cheap bastards. Uh, they do provide a good service, but I'm not allowed to really uh, say any more than that because the contract is over. Um, so as, as, a, as great a company as they are... They have been trumped this week by an even better group. And by better, I mean they paid us with actual money. And by actual money, I mean fake money for the purposes of this podcast. So let's take 90 seconds to see why we sold out this week. Do you enjoy exploiting the ignorance of the general public in order to further your malevolent goals? Are you a compulsive liar? Maybe a sexual deviant? You should go into politics. Right now, we are taking in applicants at the political institution for shits with status. Here at PISS, you will learn the secrets of wasting billions of pounds making inferior deals with a union you have previously spat at in the face. Do you too want to know the wonders of fucking over a nation and still sleeping soundly at night? Take the PISS! What's that? You fear having to work hard? No problem. Here at PISS, you will gain important life skills such as the best way to rest your eyes whilst sitting in Parliament, or how to order fine dining generously funded by the taxpayer. Don't worry about actual work. You'll have a team of underlings who will do that for you. Just turn up, smile smugly, 
and keep one eye on that rape accusation, which you know is just around the corner. Meet Humphrey. I hate anyone who's not white and rich. Humphrey is a cunt of the highest order who likes nothing more than locking down on poor people and occasionally poking them with a sting. I also hunt rhino. But where did he learn his cunting skills, you ask? Well, Humphrey took the piss. Previous graduates include Margaret Thatcher, Boris Johnson and Donald Trump. If you take the piss at the political Institute for Shits with Status, you too could leave your skid mark on history. The Political Institute for Shits with Status. Are you ready to take the piss? All applicants must be a complete cunt and should have kicked at least four puppies. <laughs> well, I really do hope they find their piss takers. I mean, what greater honour is there than fucking over us small people? We obviously love it because we let it happen so often. Anyway, enough about politics. We're not here about politics. Um... But uh, yes, they're a great company. They've paid us some fake money and yes, blah, 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 blah. So let's find out uh, what everyone has been up to this Christmas. John, we're going straight to you. Okay, so a uh, special Christmas for me this year um, because it was my daughter's first Christmas. This time last year, um, my wife and I were sitting around waiting for her to arrive because she was overdue. We'd be taking a sweet time. Um, Fuck! This year... Ah! <laughs> <laughs> that definitely sounded a lot like my wife <laughs> while she's giving birth actually uh mostly aimed at me that was um but yeah um it was a special one this year so there was a lot of um presents for my uh my lovely daughter and um i also got a few few little ones myself as well um ready player two the book that, that I've, I've been after because ready player one was fantastic couple of few different things uh filler autobiography paul mcgrath that i've been wanting to read for a while some video games um all that good stuff really uh, it's been it's been a good christmas to be honest busy what, one a good what one. video what video games did you get why did you, you scooted over the video games aspect of it <laughs> from the video I mean, games podcast yeah, uh, I'm just decided that today I'm not talking about video games. This is not a book <laughs> podcast. Um, I mean, a minute ago, I thought it was going to turn into an Alcoholics Anonymous podcast, to be honest. <laughs> we've uh, <laughs> talked about all the different drinks that, that we've had. I mean, that we I'm can saying do. That. Yes, that, w- that we can I, do. I am sat here drinking Heineken. So <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, quite a few different ones, actually. Um, quite a few, trying to think off the top of my head. Um, Cyberpunk was one of them, although mm. that will probably be a gift that will be going back because I've got a base PS4, so <laughs> oh, <laughs> that should yeah. be a fucking barrel of laughs to play. Um, <laughs> Assassin's Creed Valhalla as well, uh, which I'm looking forward to playing. Um, and yeah, um, some like PSN credit and uh, some Steam credit as well. So I haven't I haven't used any of that yet. But yeah, it was it was fantastic day all in all. And I know Christmas is is not about you know what you get and all of that stuff. But let's be honest, it sort of is. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, Jay, how about you? What what did you uh, what goodies did you get for Christmas? Well, I as I normally do, I expect not that much. I get a bit of money put it towards things and that's generally it is not very interesting normally but this year i i got some um air but air airbuds airpods fucking oh, I forgot what they're called little things that go in your ear from apple airpods yeah airpods yeah yeah, yeah. i said that and then uh, <laughs> a double four i thought hang on that doesn't sound right 
Um, yeah, I got some AirPods, which I was really, really happy about because I've had this really um, cheap, shitty pair of of uh, wireless headphone earbud things that I bought from Amazon for like 20 quid back in the summer, uh, which physically hurts as I'm wearing them. And they also just pop out. So vibration from walking and from when you move your jaw, it just makes them move <laughs> and fall out. So... So most of the time I'm, I'm quite quick and I can catch them as they fall. Uh, one of them has fallen down a grid. Uh, so I just Ooh. had the one in for the past few months. Um, so I was meaning to buy some um, a good pair. So uh, people have heard my plight and I've, I've got some air, AirPods. Very happy. Yeah, I've, got, I've got like weird shaped inner ears where I've never been able to have like in-ear headphones, even like the old ones. Because it would just fall out. Now, the new type one that they've brought out in recent years, you know, where there's like a little rubber bit that goes in, those have been fine. But the ones that just goes in your ears have never fitted in my ears, which means I've had like overhead headphones since I've used them since I was about like 12 years old. And it's all right now because they're really fashionable. But like when I was at school, they were not fashionable. And I was just a weird kid with massive headphones on on the bus because <laughs> nobody else had them. But it was worth it to listen to my the music. Apple, the Apple shape, uh, I don't know if it's patented or whatever, but it just fits so well. I, I, I wore them like all day yesterday. I didn't even realise they were still in um, when, I, when they were turned off. I couldn't feel them. That's weird. I bought some for my wife this year, and she really likes them. I love headphones. I've spent hundreds of i would say thousands of pounds on my own headphones over the years i do love headphones but i do always buy over here ones yeah i'm the same but i'm not willing to spend too much money on headphones because i can only hear out of one ear anyway so um. <laughs> it feels a bit cheap buying two like i feel like i just want to go to the shop and just say can i just can i just have one <laughs> just, how much for just one <laughs> can you not can you not advert can you not like put an advert out there for somebody who's deaf in the other ear and then you can become like <laughs> headphone buddies and go out on it? We could just share. We could just buy <laughs> one pair, just <laughs> share. Um, so, yeah, but I've had the like um, over the um, he- the headband earphones for, for years as well. Um, I do have some like Airbud sort of knockoff version ones. Um but it, to be honest, it doesn't really matter if the sound quality is that shit, to be completely honest, because any sound <laughs> is better than none uh, for me at, at this stage. But, uh, but yeah, that's that's a good gift to get. Really good yep. gift. Cool. Uh, yeah, so uh, with the money I got as well, uh, I've been meaning to get a, uh, a good chair, and I finally took the plunge. I, went to, I was going to order one online, but then I had, I had all this cash. Um, so I was like, well, I can't really give the internet the cash it doesn't really work that way and there's no banks open so um i went to pc world um had a look around the the big one in aintree they had like four or five different models of seats so i was just spent like a, a good half an hour just sitting in all these different seats so i went with the uh the i don't know if this means anything to anyone but the corsier race t1 Yes, I thought I've that would get a reaction. <laughs> I've heard that. I know Corsair, but I don't know them well enough to know their specific chair range. I didn't even know they did chairs. Neither did I. <laughs> <laughs> they did. Um, yeah, so it was I mean, it was the most expensive one in there, but it was reduced quite heavily. 
Um, it wasn't that much more than all the other ones in the end. So it's got like 4D armrests, which you can go up and down and left and right and turn them on angles and all kinds of stuff. Uh, you can lie flat on it. It's it's lovely. Anyway, it's uh, it's a seat. I'm not going to go on about the seat for too long because it's <laughs> probably going to bore the shit out of everyone. It's a nice seat, a nice, fairly expensive seat that I'm very happy about. Um, what else did I get? Um, I got a very geeky uh, Icon the Ride T-shirt, Blackpool Pleasure Beach. I love my I love my roller coasters. I'm a huge roller coaster buff. So yes, very happy with that. And I, I haven't been to Blackpool for years. Oh, I've, I've only been once, but I, I loved I loved the big one. That was so much fun. It's so beautifully jank. The whole place. <laughs> yes. Yeah. If, you, if you've ever been to Blackpool in the eighties, that's how you're going to go to in in the in this millennium. It's the same. Timeless. Timeless. It's, it's timeless. <laughs> yes. The safety measures also timeless. Yeah. Um, consistent. Yeah. Some of the oldest woodworm in the world live there. Yes. <laughs> Worth going just to see that. <laughs> I mean, they've kept the original uh, hill from one of the oldest roller coasters in the world, um, which was the, uh, it was called the Big Blue, I think, back in the day. And it's, yeah, still there. It's been refurbished, like, again and again um, to the woods. It's How probably, do you refurbish a hill? The hill start. <laughs> Sorry, it's a hill start. The, the ramp, what, you, what takes you up the top of a roller coaster, not oh, an okay. actual hill. Right. That would are take you, a lot of refurbishment. Using, are you using technical roller coaster terms? Yes, I'm using normal roller people. coaster lingo. <laughs> so I forget about you uh, you normal people don't know this um, <laughs> yeah so uh, and the usual socks and shirts and shit uh, I mean shit collectively they're nice, nice things if it, just in case the family's listening it's not shit that's just the collective term I use for stuff because it sounds slightly funnier um, yes Nez what did you get um I got something pretty good, actually. I did. I got... Although, if I'm talking about Christmas, I probably shouldn't start talking about Christmas with the things that I got rather than... I'm going to mention first, I spent some lovely time with my family. And I'm not just mentioning that because I did kind of mention my children as being a bit of a negative thing for getting in the way of cyberpunk last week. <laughs> so I'm going to start off this week to say, I love my children, I love my family, and they are far more important to me than gaming. Ah. However... This is a gaming podcast, and I did get, for my wonderful wife, uh, an Elite Series 2 pad for the Xbox. Nice. Oh, very nice. Wow. And um, I did have an Elite 1 before that, which I got, bought myself a few years ago. Um, So I've had about three, four years, so it's lasted me a long while, but it was starting to look a little bit haggard. Now, bearing in mind so many people have had so many issues with the elite pads and things going wrong with them although my series ones start to get a little bit haggard and like the rubber was coming off the back and like rb was still worked but it didn't feel quite the same as lb other than like those wear and tear things after like three four years of having it it's been perfect it's been really really good um but having bought the series x this um this year and getting hold of their new pad which is obviously very very similar but does have a slightly different design and it just feels really nice in the hand and the way the rbs and the triggers are they're just very nicely together so it's much easier to use them with one finger um 
so I got that pad and I really, really liked it. But I've become so used to using the paddles on the back of my Elite 1 that I couldn't just switch over. So this Elite Series 2 is basically the best of both worlds. It's it's slightly smaller. It feels really good. Um, it's really great build quality. It's got like really good weight to it. Um, it's, re- it's a really, really nice pad. But bear in mind, it's like 150 quid. Like it should be really nice. <laughs> Um, so I appreciate. Yeah, it is, but it is. It, it's it. Do, everything that the series, the first one did, it's just tweaked it and made it a little bit better. So I've been playing with that, and I really, really like it. It's it's. Um, it was a really, really good present. So thank you, wife, for such a beautiful present. <laughs> um, what else did I get? Um, I got I got a microphone because obviously I told my family I was going to be starting this podcast, and my mum bought me a microphone, but she bought me the exact same microphone that I'd bought like three days before. So I <laughs> sent it right back. And uh, with that, I got some um, I got some Amazon vouchers, which I turned into Xbox vouchers, which allowed me to buy Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which is one of the games that I've been playing, which I'll talk about. And, like a very um, con- con- like, convoluted way of buying something. One voucher turns into another voucher, which then turns into the... <laughs> well, this is it now. I'm a responsible man with a family to care for, and there's only so much I can spend on games and things. And having already treated myself to my Series X, I have to do. Uh, I had to do everything that I could to squeeze what I could out of Christmas to spend it on games, so I didn't just buy them myself. Um, so I saw that as an opportunity to get some vouchers together and funnel them to Microsoft to be able to get myself Valhalla, which was on sale, and I've got it. So that's it. But, yeah, I've had, like, a really, really lovely Christmas. It's been really nice. It's not over yet. I'm off for another week, so Christmas continues until the second I step back into work. So I'll continue to have fun over Christmas. And that's been me. How about you, Dan? Um, yours? Yeah. Well, Mum is getting me a Series X for my Christmas and birthday in January. But not for a while, because obviously there, there aren't any anywhere. So I haven't got that yet. Uh, but I did get a load of bike stuff. Um, I've gone back into mountain biking in a big way. And so I'm building up a collection of tools. And um, yes, I've got a very nice hammer and some tire levers and a few other bits and pieces, which I'm collecting together to make a d- decent toolkit for my bike. Very nice. And a mudguard, because it's really muddy on Exmoor at the moment. And cold and wet and yeah. Is this a pedal bike or a motorbike? It's a mountain bike. Right. So okay. pedal bike. Yeah. Yeah. I've got got a couple now. So it's kind of yeah. I was really into mountain biking by when I was you know a kid and a teenager and um, and yeah it, I, the bugs bitten back again and and so I'm, yeah really really back into mountain biking again which is good because I need to lose some weight and uh, get some exercise. Oh God, don't we all? So. Yeah, having fun at the same time makes it so much easier. So, yeah, if I'm not surfing, I'm cycling. Awesome. Surfing yeah. as well, Jesus. Well, of course you live in, uh, is it Devon or Cornwall you live in? I live in North Devon. Devon. Yeah. yeah. So I've, I've been surfing since I was bodyboarding since I could swim and then surfing for about 30 years. Wow, that's awesome. Yeah. I'd love to I, I love to it, surf. Yeah. That's great fun. Great fun. If you ever come down this way, I'll give you a lesson. Please do. I've done by like uh, body bodyboarding, just sort of jumping into the waves and stuff. That was fun enough. Yeah, it's like yeah. sometimes or whatever. Yeah, well, once you get to standing on the board, though, it's a completely different feeling. And oh, I imagine, yeah, yeah, it it just gets its claws into you and you're hooked. Yeah, and then I, you move to I, Devon. I fell into a, <laughs> I fell into a pond once. 
<laughs> yes, we can talk about that too, John. <laughs> like, that's, way. that's the end of the story, really. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I, I fell into a pond once as well. I was sword fighting with a friend and uh, he kept making me step backwards and, and, yeah, I ended up stepping backwards into the pond. He cast you, you to, overboard. Yeah. <laughs> you need to learn how to repost. Yeah, well, yeah, I was in primary school, so I hadn't really done any fencing. Until you do, you'll end up in ponds. I've told you this a hundred times, Dan. <laughs> right, so is that... Uh, if it, I'll start that again. Yeah. I'm probably going to cut that out, because that was shit. <laughs> right, is that everyone done with Christmas? Yeah, I'm done with Christmas, but we need to talk about something. So, um, you mentioned, where did you get your chair from? PC World. PC World. Have any of you seen this uh, news story about PC World? Um, So, a couple got trapped inside Curry's PC World. Oh, yeah. After the staff locked up the store while they were playing um, F1 on an Xbox. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like heaven. I'm calling bullshit on this, right? I worked in retail for seven years and I locked up uh, across two different stores. Like I'd be in charge of locking up and stuff at times. You would fucking know if there was customers in the store. You would know because someone would have to come along, switch off the display unit that they were playing on. You'd set the alarms and everything else. There's no way that they were just casually playing on their Xbox on the Xbox in the store and the staff went, Right, it's Christmas. Should we uh should we tell them to they've got to leave? Nah, fuck it, let's just go. Okay, there's no no goddamn way that, that that happened. I reckon these two I'm calling them out. I reckon these two sneaky little fuckers were hiding somewhere and thought, yeah, it'd be a really good idea to just, you know, hide around here for a little bit. Let's see, see what can happen. So my question to all of you, uh, we'll start with uh, start with you, Jay. Is um, have you ever been locked in a store? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't think so. Have you been locked in anything? Have, locked in have you ever been imprisoned? <laughs> no. Um, I, I I feel like I have been locked in something. I don't think it's a very exciting story. I think it's like, oh, we're locked in. Oh no, they're the keys. We're out. We're free. Yay! Yeah, and that was I it. I got locked in. I got locked in a lift once when the doors refused to open in um, the ball ring in Birmingham Ball Ring Shopping Centre. Um, I was quite hammered as well at the time, so I wasn't quite sure if it was that the lift was broken or if I was just too pissed to work out how to get out of it. <laughs> Trying to open the wall. <laughs> <laughs> how long were you in there for? Oh, it was probably only about 20 to 30 minutes, but it felt like it was days. I'd already called all my family to say my goodbyes. <laughs> oh, yeah. I think half an hour stuck in a lift. That would be pretty scary. If you don't know what's going on. <laughs> um, Dan, have you ever have you got any good locked up stories? No, I mean, I've, I've worked in a, a few garden centres and things, which I reckon have more hiding places than PC World. And... Never locked anyone in, so yeah, I'm calling bullshit on this story. Yeah, um, I did used to work it, for Gamer. We used to kept uh, keep all the um, the machines on overnight. I don't know why they uh, did. It, it, it was so warm. 
They just, they just kept them on truth. forever. Some truth to the story. Nessie, how about you? You've been locked in anywhere? I don't think I've been locked in anywhere. Um, I did used to be a prison officer a few years ago, so I've locked people in places, but I never <laughs> myself have been locked. Although, what did used to happen, though, is this was when I was 21, 22. So I was a young man. Um, I lived in Cardiff at the time. I worked in a prison down that way, not Cardiff prison. Um, but I used to, basically my life was just working and my standard working week was like a 44 hour week anyway. Um, but I used to just do loads of overtime. So I just worked all the time. So if I wasn't working, the other thing I did, I lived right in the center of Cardiff was just go out and like, it was, it's a student city. So there's like nights on literally every night of the week. I lived with a friend of mine and my neighbor also went out. So just every day I'd get phone call about going out. So my life was just going to work going out, getting up, going to work. So we used to spend quite a lot of time hungover at work. So what I used to do on a Sunday is on the wing, um, I used to just basically go and sleep in the spare cell. On on, so on Sundays, <laughs> the, the prisoners are out on association for like three hours in the morning and three hours in the afternoon. And there's like three, four staff working on. So I would just always be hungover. So I'd have a bit of an agreement with the other officers that were on. I'd go and have like two hours, lock myself, they'd lock me in the spare cell that we just kept to show dignitaries and fancy people that no one ever used. I used to go in there and have a little sleep for two hours while everyone was out in association. Um ready for the rest of the day so i used to lock myself in places um did yeah, you ever so meet a clown rapist <laughs> i basically specialized in the uh cloud rapist wing i insisted on it um yeah. <laughs> no no such luck but you just you just hear the uh-huh and you just, you just know just directions <laughs> going up all over the place <laughs> well, your fascination with i don't know <laughs> I think you need to talk this one out. I think there's something, some event happened to you when you were young involving a clown. That's, That's what a podcast for, so I can talk these things out. <laughs> <laughs> this isn't just a podcast for Jay, it's therapy. <laughs> I know, yeah. It's a long-winded way to get, although cheap, to get some therapy, but we'll try and help you if we can along the way, Jay. <laughs> <laughs> just imagine, imagine you now dressed as a clown, like lying on your new chair. <laughs> Oh, you've got a camera on me. Right, have has everyone answered your question there, John? Yeah, I'm very satisfied with that answer. Yeah. Do we have to be ready? If do we have to be ready for just the most random question you could possibly ask? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, and I'm never going to put it in the show notes either. (laughs) I like it. Awesome. Right, let's move on to. And the computer rejiggerator is going to pick someone at random. And the person is... Dan! Go! Okay, great! (laughs) (laughs) Dan says no. We lost him. We lost Dan? Is he still on the call? Yeah. I can't see him. Well, not that I would be able to see him because this is a call, but... Damn that computer rejiggerator. Right, let me do it again. And... Oh, it's Dan again. Fucking hell, let's do it again. Can you hear me? He's there Ah, there he is. I've just did a computer rejiggerator to see who's going first with what have we we been playing, and it was you. 
Yeah, my something went what really weird. I have no idea what happened. <laughs> um, but yeah, I've been playing uh, Cyberpunk 2077 again. That's yeah, more, more of the same. Um, still haven't managed to get that car that I'm supposed to have unlocked, but I'm, I'm still having a blast. In the cave. Yeah, it's still not spawned in the cave. But yeah, I told you should wait till should wait till next March. It'll be there in March. <laughs> told you. Well. Yeah, I'll have enough to buy one by then, I think. I've, <laughs> I've got like 58 grand on me now in the game, so I've got a bit of cash, quite a few cars. I keep winning cars as well, which is quite nice. Well, I say keep. I've won two cars, I think, so far. So that's been good. 58 hours, 47 minutes I've been playing it for. Fuck a banana. Okay. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I've just been doing loads and loads of um, side quests, so I, I haven't really progressed anywhere in the in, in the story, really. Can you just go to a garage and get one of your many, many cars? Is that how it works? You don't even have to do that. You can just um, press, I can't remember which button it is, on the D-pad, and you can choose which one of your vehicles comes to you. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And is is there any value in having lots of different cars? Um, yeah, because they've all got their own stash. So if you, if you, for some reason, decide you want to hoard absolutely everything, you'll run out of space quite quickly. But if you've got more vehicles, you've got more space to stash stuff. That's the only real benefit. Um, so you can put different things in different cars, and then if you need that set of stuff, you take that car that's got the stuff in it. Yeah, I guess you could do that. Um, I tend to just scrap all of the... Um, weapons that i pick up that i don't want because then i can use the parts to upgrade or build better weapons so mm. you don't really need a massive stash um but yeah uh, it's it's you know it, I, I i haven't played the latest update so i don't know what that's done to it but um yeah I, i'm looking for i spent the past few days staying at my mum's so i haven't played anything for about three four days so i'm jonesing for another hit what, so what's so after fifty eight hours, which is obviously a long time, are you are you enjoying the game? Are you, yeah, yeah, I'm are still you, having yeah. a blast. I've I've got the apparently I've reached the maximum level of street cred, which is an uncommon achievement. And um, yeah, I just I'm having a blast. I really am. That's good. Um, Have you come across many um, ridiculous bugs recently? Uh, I had some really scary trees earlier. Um, <laughs> they they were kind of the tops of the palm trees were bent down to the road, more stretching, and yeah, it looked really quite freaky. Um, yeah, that's a game feature, Dan. That's futuristic <laughs> trees. <laughs> that's what's going to happen to all the trees. Yeah, um, at, at the very beginning, um, I accidentally uh, I. I it's not my fault that I hit the, the massive lorry because the massive lorry was invisible apart from the driver who was just <laughs> sitting about eight foot in the air driving down the road. <laughs> um, so, that, yeah, that was interesting. Um, there's been some really annoying bugs. Like There are times when you can't pick stuff up and you can see that it's a, something that you can interact with. You can see that you should be able to pick it up. But, again, it's like, nah, it's not for you. You're not having this. Um, so that's a, that's really annoying. Um, but yeah, when it comes to game breaking bugs, I haven't had any yet, but I expect I will. Um, I mean, as long as they're not game breaking, 
I mean, it's quite yeah. funny having like, like a driver floating down the street every now and again. That's all good, but as long as it doesn't like wreck the the story or Im- impact the um, a mission. But, you yeah, know, you I can, haven't you can spend like an hour getting to the end of this mission and then you can't finish it because of <laughs> yeah. dildo sticking I mean... out the door. <laughs> yeah, I, I guess there's that car that it's the fastest car in the game that I should be able to get and I should have right now, but. But that, that that's the biggest bug I've had. It just wasn't on the but, cards, Dan. I know. Sucks. Yeah. The amount of times I've gone through that fucking cave. <laughs> <laughs> just try every day. Imagine you're waking up every morning, running yeah. down direct apparently, box and turning it on. Apparently it spawns between like 11 and 12 o'clock at night. So each night around that time, I go back to the cave, have a look. <laughs> no, it's not there again. Balls. So to steal from the veteran gamers, what would your review noise be? Oh, that's a good one. Um, we, can, we can make it our own and just create a review smell. <laughs> no, 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 okay, yeah, that, that might not work. Okay, let's stick to noise. Ranted strawberries. <laughs> um, huh. It's all right. Huh. I guess that would be my noise. See, that doesn't sound too positive. You say you're having a blast with it. To me, the best games are the ones you have a blast in. So, and I thought it would be a a better noise. Yeah, I don't know. I've never had to make a noise to review (laughs) a game before. I'll try better next time. (laughs) How about a number? Out of ten? Out of ten, uh, I reckon it's a six at the moment. A six that you're having a blast with? Interesting, yeah. but Easy purely trees. because it's the story's great, but there's all the little bugs. There's lots and lots of little ones, and that's annoying. And the sound—it still doesn't sound different when I'm driving through a tunnel. That's a big one for me, obviously. Yes, you, you were um, quite um, animated about yeah. that fact last time. Yeah, yeah, it still still doesn't sound right. And so, that, no, I don't really know any of the music. Yeah, you because know, it's set in the future. There's no, there's no songs I've ever heard before, so That's I can't. They've not been written yet. Exactly, and well, they obviously have, but yeah, you know, it'd be nice to have like an oldies radio station that played like some old stuff, which would obviously, you know, there's nothing like that. See that that was it for me. That was like I think it's because I could tell that there's a really good story in this. For me, it's just those little tiny things that happened that take away from just your quality of life when you're playing the game. And then you end up having moments where you think, is this a bug? Is this supposed to happen? Is it not supposed to happen? Because you don't trust the game. Yeah. So that was the reason that I just wanted to just hold off and then just not have those tiny little things. But um Yeah. Are you close to the end of the story? Uh, I have no idea. Probably not. Uh, I've still, I've been deliberately keeping away from that. Just, I'm basically, I'm upgrading my body in the game and weapons and cars and stuff so I can um, make the game last as long as possible without. That's a good indication that you're you're enjoying it then. You're not like storming through the story just so you can get rid of it and start something else. Oh no, I, I'm I'm thoroughly enjoying the time I'm spending in the game, even if I'm just driving around and little random things are happening. Yeah, I'm fine, absolutely fine, just spending time 
doing side missions and and finding stuff. It's it's yes, yeah, there's a lot in there, and it's it's it could be such an incredible game, but it isn't yet. One Just day, too many bugs. Yeah, yeah. One day next year, it'll be fantastic. March. Excellent. Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, Nezzy, you've uh, taken a, a dive into next generation. I have. I've been playing a... It's an indie game. Some of you may have heard of it. I don't know if I'm going to pronounce it right. It's called Hall of Duty. Cold War. Now, my history with Call of Duty is... I've not played a multiplayer Call of Duty for... I can't even remember the last one I played. I think there was at some point one in my life that I did play for a little while. Um, I know the highest level I've ever gotten to on a Call of Duty game on the multiplayer was level 23, which isn't very high. So that tells you where I am with Call of Duty. I have played the um, the careers, uh, not the careers, the um, campaigns over the years, and I've enjoyed them, but I've never enjoyed the multiplayer. There's been a few times I've tried to play it but I've just always felt like I put it on. It's obviously a fast-paced game. Game starts, I run somewhere, I get shot. Run somewhere else, get shot again. Run somewhere else, get shot again. I've tried this with a number of Call of Duty games, and it's always the same result. It's just never agreed with me. But um, Cold War, they had a free-to-play event leading up to the Christmas Eve. So it was on for about four or five days. And I had a couple of people on my friends list who were playing it, so I thought, I'll give it a little go. The first game comes, and I'm doing really well. Like, my kill-to-death ratio, like, I have more kills and I have deaths, and I'm actually doing really well. And I, I just really, from the first game, I just really enjoyed it. Now, I don't know if they've done, apparently it is... I initially thought it was because I was on the trial and I thought, this is because I'm on the trial. So everyone on the trial, basically, is going to get easy games. They're going to lull you into a false sense of security. And then as soon as you buy the game, that's it. It'll be back to all COD. Um, but apparently they do have skills-based matching on it. Now, I don't know if this has been a thing that's been on in the past, Call of Duty is, or they've just brought it on this time. But they try and match you with players around your, the same kind of skill level. Um so yeah, so I've been playing it. I've just had just a great time with it. I've been doing really well on it, killing more people than I've been getting killed. Um, I don't know if it. It just feels like it, in the past games, I just always felt like I was just always like a second too late. I see someone by the time I've even moved to get to them, they've killed me. Like I just felt such a disconnect between where I felt I should be to enjoy the game and where I was. But this time, and I don't know if it feels a bit faster or maybe because I'm playing it on the series X now when it's 120 frames per second and it's faster, more responsive. I don't know if that just, that, that response would just tweaks with my brain a little bit better because I've just been playing games and been doing really well and I've just been really enjoying it. So I've just basically been playing that for like the past week and a half, which is just unheard of for me to be playing COD. Um, even my wife came down and saw me playing it and then she went, COD? She's like, I did not marry a COD player. Don't you turn <laughs> into one now. <laughs> but um, I've just been playing it all the time and I've been playing like till half... I think I mentioned last week that one of my issues I have with gaming is now... I um I get tired, so if a game is pretty slow, I find it hard to then pay attention, and sometimes I'll even fall asleep. 
Um, but with Cod, I've been just playing, and it's like two in the morning, half two in the morning, and I'm like, oh my God, is that the time? I've got to go to bed. And it's been ages since I've had games like, you know, a, a game that I could easily play to like six o'clock in the morning. Um, and so the other games that I've had, I've literally, the games that I mentioned last week, I've not even played this week, because I've just been playing Call of Duty. And I've been playing with a, a few friends of mine. So it's always nice when you're playing. And I, to most of the time play single player games so it's been nice like um playing with a couple of my friends and a couple of people in his little gaming community um so i've just had loads and loads of fun with it and um i can't wait to play some more and that's cod um cold war yeah it's really really good and i can't wait to play some more i don't know how long this is gonna last um hopefully it won't last too long because i don't want to keep going to bed at half two in the morning and i do want to go back to playing some other games um but I've absolutely, I've absolutely loved it. It's a great game. It's, um, it's really clicked with me, and it's been a long time since an online multiplayer shooter has come anywhere near being something that I want to play at and compete at. So that's me, Card. Yeah, Card. that's good. Um, I've played nearly, I've played nearly all of the Call of Duties in the past. Um, it started with Modern Warfare and Card Four, and I've put a ridiculous amount of hours of my life into that i used to work in a supermarket come home play call of duty with a few people from there until the early hours of the morning um and my top tip for you is just don't get shot yeah key that one isn't it <laughs> just don't get shot and then you'll win <laughs> um, i just write this down to write that down don't get shot okay i'll let you know how that goes <laughs> Have, have, have any of you guys played it? Not the latest one. I'm waiting until February. Um, we have a tradition. Um, my best mate and I, uh, he comes around for my birthday and we mainline this campaign overnight with a bottle of biscuit or two. So uh, he's working on um, some TV program at the moment. Um, something, Discovery of Witches or something. I don't know what it's called. I think it's a kid's show. <laughs> Um, so once he's finished working on that in February, we're going to give it a go. Very cool. See, I've, I've always game shared with a guy who's played all the Call of Duties, so I've always played the career, the campaigns, and I've always really enjoyed them. Um, but I've not even touched the campaign on this one. I've just been playing on the multiplayer, and it's been really, really good. So if anyone is online and sees me and wants to play, then, yeah, please, I'll happily party up and play some games with you let me know cool call of duty cold war john you've been playing some football i have i have been playing the old football um been playing fifa 21 fifa and um fifa i've played every fifa 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 I've played uh, every FIFA since 1999, I think. Um, yeah, that's the earliest one that I can remember. Um, and yeah, it's um, it's like FIFA 20, except it's not a FIFA 20. Because on the, if you look at the front of the box, <laughs> it says <laughs> FIFA 21. <laughs> so it's wow. a very very different game like Whoa. a completely different game <laughs> no in all honesty um it's very very similar to fifa 20 um i wasn't really expecting anything 
completely different um, to the last to last year's FIFA because FIFA have always done this towards the end of a generation of consoles. They've always just um, shut out um, one more that they're um, just basically have refreshed the year before. They they did the same thing with the the last one um, that they did on 360 just before the. Um, do they not just do it every year? Well, yeah, but well, yes and no. <laughs> um, there are there are different levels of it. So um, occasionally, like, they'll introduce things like uh, when they introduce the story mode, which I know sounds absolutely mad for a football game. It was decent. Like I liked it. The journey I thought was actually all right. There was like a story, and there was like voice acting, and there was you know that it told the story of this young player sort of living on this. Um, council estate in the middle of London somewhere and then going on to be famous and you could make decisions in the story about who, which team to play for and um, who you'd have a partnership with and there was like a rival, rivalry with this other player and that was all pretty good. And then um, after, I think, three three FIFAs, they decided to get rid of that. And um, yeah, the last two have been a little a little underwhelming, to be honest. EA just funnel all of their time into the ultimate team mode and trying to pinch pennies off people. Um, so, yeah, but I, I don't want to sound too down on it because, in all honesty, I say all this, but I have put probably about 14 hours into it this week. Um, and, uh, yeah, like I like it, but it, it's no different to, to last year's one, in all honesty. It's, it's not... It's, I got it on um, on a sale, um, so it, it wasn't too bad. I think it cost me like twenty five quid, uh, but it, yeah, it's the same game as last year, just with updated squads. It's I can't really tell much difference. I mean, they, they've put some bells and whistles in the career mode. Like there's this thing now where if you um, the, the training happens really regularly with the players, and you can um, if if you train with them you can build up their like match fitness, but also build up their sort of sharpness as well. But other than that, I, I don't, don't really notice much of a difference to, to be completely honest. Have, um, what, what, do you play career mode? Is that generally what you play? I uh, play a little bit of everything. Uh, mostly career mode. That's what I mostly stick to. Um, usually start as Villa and then get bored and try and start as the lowest possible team I can find in the game, like someone in the bottom of League Two, and try and get them into like the Champions League. Yeah, uh, I did the same. Of, it's just it's just too much fun to do that. Like you need to. Um, uh, play a little bit of pro clubs as well, uh, but I, I don't play Ultimate Team. I'm not interested in spending more money to. Uh, transfer players to my team that I can just do in career mode for free. Like that just yeah. makes no fucking sense to me at all. See, I've, I I I loved FIFA. I did. I like. I think my the first one I played was FIFA '98, and then loved them for a while, and then I kind of stopped playing them. Went to I was playing Pro Evo or the equivalent, wherever it was, ISS back in the day. Um, and then at 2008, that's when I went back to FIFA. And it, I remember the, the 2008 one, and it was just amazing, like the stadiums, like the commentary, the whole Premier League experience. I was just really amazed by it. And so I loved it for a few years, but I've, I've not really played the past. I think I've not, I've not got it the past two years, and the two years before that, I've got it, but just hardly played it. 
And I found, like you say, all the focus is just on Ultimate Team to the point where when you turn the new ones on, it's not, it's hard to find the career mode. Like the menus are just weird at the start. It's just all focused on the Ultimate Team. And I'm the same. I can't, I don't want to go and pay for players that can already play within career mode. So um, I've just kind of fallen out of love with FIFA as well for a bit for the past couple of years. And Well, I've done that with one... FIFA. Um, a few years ago because I've I've been the same I've I've been religiously buying FIFA every year for the past uh, 15-20 years to the point where I'd go to the midnight launches and you know queue up in the cold um, like a lunatic but one year I just didn't buy it I didn't buy the edition Um, and I just carried on playing with the one I already had so then the year after, I would buy last year's edition for like eight quid. Because Ultimate Team, all that kind of shit, I'm, I, I don't care about. Not care about. I don't care about. In, uh, and then, in, fucking hell, get me words out. I didn't care about in, in the slightest. All I do is career mode. So for me, it's just, you know, eight quid every year is perfectly acceptable. Much better than 50 quid for the sake of. Um, a couple of extra stadiums because someone's been promoted into the league that hadn't hadn't had a proper stadium uh, job previously, and the kits and all that. And I'm not that bothered about all that stuff. Um, so this, that, this is what I do now. I never ever buy a new FIFA anymore. I buy last year's FIFA when the new FIFA comes out because the price the price plummets, and that's my system. Yeah. That's not bad going. That's a good idea. Um... This EA Access now as well, which has, if you're into any of the sports game, that's on Game Pass. There's like all of last year's versions are on there. Um, True. So, yeah, things yeah, like, because I was listening to a review about the NFL game, and apparently it literally is exactly the same as the last game, but a couple of things that they've changed, which just make it, make it into a worse game. So rather than paying out the 50 you know the f- fifty dollars to buy the new one when you've got it on on Game Pass. Well, I think people are just going to start it, doing that. It's ridiculous. I mean, the base game what fifty quid, but people aren't yeah. people are paying for like the gold or the super wanking your face edition that has fucking Cristiano Cristiano Ronaldo <laughs> wanking your face edition wanking in your face. Yeah, exactly. Um, which is insane. But mm. people must. Spending a, a ridiculous amount of money on this stuff. I was listening to um, Veteran Games, the, I mean the, the podcast before last, and they had um, a chap on uh, in place of Stu. Uh, I forget his name, Irish chap. Adam. Adam, Adam. yes. He was very good. Um, I enjoyed listening very to good. him. He was, yeah. he was playing FIFA, and he spent a fortune on it. I'm like, how the hell do you spend that much? Um, yeah. I, I, I have a yeah, friend of mine who spends... I have, I have a friend of mine who spends like four figures a year just on Ultimate Team. Him and his housemates. It's absolutely ridiculous. But um, I played two NBA Two K. Like I think two years ago, I, I got into that quite a bit. And you, like you can create your own player. This is obviously the basketball game. You can create your own player, and then you can like walk around this little town thing and do like different types of games. And you play for a team, and you play as a rating, and you can go and do like three on three games versus other people like online. And you can also play in the career mode with it. Um, but if you play online, obviously the more you play, you get points, which you can then assign to your player, and you get better and better. You start off like a level seventy five. Um, 
which obviously goes up to like a level 100, but it takes a really long time to just get up those levels. Or you can just buy the coins. So what happens is, like, initially on day one, you have, like, these fanatics 2K people who buy the game, buy whatever coin they need to become a level 99. So you from from day one, you're playing against people. Maybe not everyone goes up to 99, but people spend money on it. And you have to spend quite a bit of money to get up to the 80s and 90s. So from day one, if you just want to play and not spend extra money on it, you're playing against people who are spending loads of money on it. So everyone's just better than you, and it just ruins the game immediately. Yeah, so that's that. my issue with yeah buying what you're able to buy essentially what makes you good in the game it just ruins it because it's just about who spent who spends the most money yeah i refuse I to play that. team mode like yeah. um i used to um one of my mates a really good friend of mine actually a lad called uh, maka um mm. he i remember uh, going back a few years now um for ultimate team he had uh this little black book um, not one of those little black books. Um, he had a, a little black book that he would write down how much he bought each player for and how much he was going to sell them for. And I know, I think I'm right in saying that he funneled quite a lot of money into it, but my brother is a massive FIFA player as well. My brother's not massively into video games, but he um, is massively into football and massively into FIFA. And um, he took FIFA to ridiculous levels, like he was joining esports leagues and he was part of a pro clubs team, which were like top two in the UK, top three in the UK. Like he was taking it to like silly levels with, with FIFA. But even he was just the winnings that he was getting from like these tournaments, these virtual tournaments and stuff. Um, the winnings he was getting, he was just funneling, funneling it all back into Ultimate Team like um, in buying card packs. And it's got to such a point that obviously like EA are doing this because one, because they're EA and two, because, you know, they like money, which that's, that's sort of the point in all the companies really, isn't it? Um, yep. But it's got to the point where um, I, um, I was teaching um, computer lessons across um, school um, last year and uh, because the school that, that I've recently just left, and I can say this now because I've, I've left what they're going to do, um, <laughs> because a lot of the teachers there were shite with IT, like really shit with IT. Like I got called to somebody's room once because they said that that their um, smart board um, wasn't displaying their laptop. And I don't know if they just wanted their laptop to use fucking magic or voodoo to make it appear on the screen. But um, they hadn't plugged in any USB cables, <laughs> basically. Um, and they were fairly old screens. So, um, yeah. But anyway, um, I used to get called in to um, do uh, cover different people's lessons. And then they would cover some of mine. And it would always be computing lessons that I'd get called into. And um, you try and teach the kids like coding and programming and stuff like that. And most of the time... They would just the second they opened the laptop or went on the computer, they just wanted to go to these websites where um, it simulates clown rapage. Um, well, <laughs> after we'd finished with that, after we'd sort of got past that part, <laughs> and then I'd had the serious right. chat with you're in a primary school, <laughs> behave yourself <laughs> uh, and stop listening to this podcast. <laughs> but um, we'd um, the Kids, the first thing they go to, they go to these websites where it would simulate opening a pack of cards the exact same way that it does on FIFA Ultimate Team. So on FIFA Ultimate Team, you pay your money, your real money or whatever, or earn 
coin, grind coins through the game. And then you buy your pack and there's this fancy animation where the pack opens and it shows you the players you've got. You'll get some good ones, some shit ones, some skill cards and stuff like that. They were going to these websites that just simulate that, just where they click a button and a pack opens and then they go, oh, I've got this player, I've got that player. Can't do anything with the players. But that's sort of like the hook they were in that's that's what they were really like hooked into and i just thought ea have perfectly got their claws into like that's it the thing is though is that these things are like designed by like psychologists like the sound the the animation how long it lasts it's it's perfectly designed to just hit that reward system in your brain that just makes you want to hear it and makes you want it that's why they all do it like call of duty is the same like you get all these medals you shoot someone you get like three medals they all mean nothing but that noise and that positive reinforcement your mind and your brain gets addicted to it and that's why it's an issue with children who are obviously so susceptible that they just um they just they just get absolutely addicted to it and that's that's a real issue because kids are spending a lot of money on this stuff yeah, but I feel like that's enough FIFA chat. I can I can literally hear people switching off. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> one thing really quickly about FIFA that I've always wanted to see, one one little feature. Um I'd love to be the referee. I'd love to <laughs> a set, I'd, I'd love a mode where you can just like you run, you run around, you've got to keep up with, with the play and you've like you, you've got to make the correct decisions and it's like a career mode for the referees. Um, and the, the better your decisions are, then you know the higher, uh, the higher the games you can you can referee. Um, but also, you know, you can have a you can f- fuck around and just it's just, <laughs> just you know we just give red cards for someone scratching their ass or something like that. Uh, just you know, yeah. just just to be the referee and have that power. I'd love to try that. I mean, EA, you if you're that, listening, you? which you, you surely are, because you know this is the best uh, podcast in the land currently, um, mm-hmm. then. Take this on board. Do it. I want to be the referee, please. Well, they it do sounded... WWE games, don't they? They have, like, you can oh, be yeah. the referee if you're in a wrestling game or whatever. I think you need a referee simulator, basically, don't you? I mean, I don't know how much fun it would be, though, with VAR, to be completely honest. You'd be running <laughs> over to the screen to, to check decisions every five seconds. No, fuck that. Just the traditional referee would be fine. It sounded shit when you first mentioned it, but then you start talking through it. I thought, oh, actually, it sounds well, all right. Imagine you're Working online, away, right? You're online with two other people. They're playing each other, and you're the referee. How yeah. cool would that be? And you can, you can buy packs of cards to get famous referees. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but what what's a, giving someone that kind of power on an online gaming platform, like... You'd just be trolled all the time. There's no way you'd ever get a sensible game with just someone being a sensible referee. And what if they make a decision and you think it's wrong? Can they hear you shouting at them? Absolutely. In fact, FIFA FIFA did that. And I remember one of the first ones I got when I got the Kinect... Like, I was playing FIFA, and I kept on getting... I kept on getting yellow cards... Um, and then I was like, what the hell's going on? But what was happening is that the Connect was listening to you. And if you swore, which you basically do every two minutes on oh, FIFA. Oh, I remember that. Like, yeah, I remember FIFA, that. Like FIFA level swearing where you're just making up these new insults that like you've never <laughs> even heard before. 
So, like, I just kept on getting warned. I was getting, like, a warnings, like, about my behaviour. Then getting, like, I can't remember if I got a card or, like, something. But I was just like, what the hell is going on? And it took me weeks to realise that it was it was the connect listening to me swearing and um, giving me cards <laughs> for it. I think I saw it in the settings when I was looking for something else. I'm like, that's why I've been getting fucking red cards all the time. You can also change... Like turn off the like fouling and refereeing completely, and not tell your mates. So when you do these crunching horrible tackles, he's like, "How the hell is that not a foul?" And you're like, hee, hee, hee. "Done that before." Anyway, that's probably enough of FIFA. We've talked a lot uh, for a long time about FIFA now, um, so let's fuck it off. Thanks, John. Uh, right, I'm. It's uh, my go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna talk about uh, Planet Coaster. If you don't know what Planet Coaster is, then you're obviously not a gamer because it is everywhere at the moment. It's free on Game Pass for Xbox. Um, but uh, back in the summer, I heard this was coming to the console, and I got very, very excited. So excited that I forgot it was coming to the console, and decided I need to buy a gaming PC uh, to play on that because it'll be better on that. So that's what I did. Isn't this the game that's regarded as like the best um, roller coaster theme park simulator from PC World? With a, it's got like a very good reputation. It is just it's sensational. It's a great game. I mean, it's not perfect. It does, it, there's lots of little um, idiosyncrasies, you could call them, that uh, they need to be addressed for the second one, which hopefully they will bring out a second one. Um, but I mean, there's such a huge community. Uh, just creating content for YouTube, creating things that you can download yourself and put in into your park, uh, which is great when you can't be asked. So if, if someone's built, if if you're doing like a horror themed area and you want a good uh, shop that's like like a crypt or something, you can just go onto the workshop and just type in crypt, and then you see all these uh, different types of shops that people have uploaded. And you vary in quality, obviously, because, you know, you're going to have all these experts on there uploading their stuff, and you're going to be, you're going to have all these simple people uploading just blocks and going, I created a shop, look. But um, it's it's a great game. There's so much customization to, to do. You can literally tear the ground apart. You can make it as high or as low as you want create cabins create mountains um it's uh, the, the park i've created is um it's essentially an anus it's uh, in the countryside it's this big anus that sort of sinks in uh, and i've just built a load of rides around it so there's i've got like a pirate area and a sci-fi area and a horror area Oh, I thought they were going to be anus themed. <laughs> Unfortunately, I searched on the workshop for anuses, and there's uh, there's very little that people have made. Um, Come on, content creators! Yeah, no, it's pathetic. So um, yeah, so I've, I've spent looking on Steam 160 hours on this park alone. Um, if you played Planet Coaster Free, it's I mean, I spent so much time on that as well. It's like that, but, you know, on crack. It's um, physics-wise, the roller coasters all behave as you'd expect them to behave. There's nothing weird or strange. Um, and then that creates a, a learning curve about how to make a roller coaster. You can't just throw these 
cool looking pieces down because the roller coaster will go down the track and it won't quite be able to make it over, uh, through a loop or over a hill so then you've got to adjust it so that was a physics lesson it's very very cool um it's i suppose it can also be quite frustrating in that fact if you i think one of the mistakes is like going just fucking going crazy on a roller coaster and completing it spending hours on this thing and going yeah it looks really cool yeah yeah and even when the thing goes around the track you still gotta have it go around the track in a way that people can ride it because if you're doing 13 14 g's people are just gonna liquefy on your roller coaster and it tells you this it says you know people are going to die on your coaster you people won't ride this thing please adjust it so it's it's quite cool that um it does that it, it teaches you to sort of test it as you're going and make sure the, the limitations of g-forces and excitement and fear and nausea are within good parameters as you're going around um the, the, the color schemes of all the roller coasters are all customizable the just it's 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 completely it's a blank canvas what, what you go into and you can do anything and you can create anything if you go onto youtube and just look at all the things that people have made on planet coaster it's incredible and it's it's something to sort of you know thrive towards um and you you learn as you go it's, it's such a big learning curve you, you can only do it by you, know, you can only learn by doing it so it's it could be like 15 20 hours before you you grasp the concept of a good theming area or how to even do paving in a certain way i'm I'm still not very good at making plazas and things because the, the paving system needs a bit of work um is it, have, is, is, is it more of a theme park simulator or a roller coaster simulator oh it's theme park it's yeah so um, at the surface you've got the you've got the roller coasters you've got also the rides as well everything you can make them operate a different way even the flat rides where you can make them um like do a cycle of spinning followed by a cycle of twisting followed by whatever you can customize uh the uh, everything basically it's very very well um optimized it's uh, once you've created a, a good park you can c- click on a random punter and then become the punter and then work around, uh, walk around the place in first person. So you can sort of join queues and just see how things look from the ground level. Uh, there's loads of different camera uh, options that you can do, which you know some get you around the park really quickly, some must slow it down so you can sort of put the camera into places where it's hard to, to get a camera normally when you're building things so you can get unique perspectives over everything. The lighting you can customize completely. You can create strobes and spotlights, and it's just the, there's no limit to what you can do with this game, um, which will suck the life out of you. You'll you'll you'll, you'll just suck hour after hour um, out of you. I've spent, Jay, I've got this platform. Are you playing this on? I'm playing it on the PC. This was the main reason I I uh, I made a PC. To have this game in its optimal settings. Yeah, uh, I love games like this on a PC, uh, sort of theme park, roller coaster style games. Um, things, yeah, I really like those, like theme hospitals, Trapicos, those sort of like big 
world sims or even smaller roller coaster sort of theme park sims. I love those, but playing them on a console is just just feel the same for me. It, I think something like this. I was just listening to you talk about it. I think something like this, fantastic for the PC. It feels like it's made for something like that. Like it's yeah, just I a agree. Perfect platform to play it on. That's why I, I got it for the PC rather than waiting for it to come free on the Xbox, which I could have done. Um, you can use keyboard and mouse nowadays on Xboxes, though. So I wonder if there's a good. If you can use, I wonder if you can use the same layout on the Xbox version with the keyboard than you can do with the PC. True, but there's also things on the PC that you can't do on the console and probably never will, such as uh, custom soundtracks. Oh. Um, I mean, for one of the, one of the rides, my my uh, haunted house, I've created a uh, um, an audio um, a voiceover for the queue. Uh, it's basically like you know, the history of the house and all this in a in a deep and scary voice um and you can do things like that which i think is really really cool so even like all the sound you can customize and make your own sorry go on, you, you who's, gonna, who's gonna hear it like what? all that care and effort and i've got this game downloaded and i loved theme park back in the day I, mean, I can't remember yes. on the PS1 or the PS2, but I absolutely loved that game. So when I heard how good this game was, and then it came on Game Pass, I was like, I'm going to download it. So I've got it downloaded, but I've, I've heard, and like you say now, it can go into quite a lot of detail, and I'm just scared that I don't have four hours to spend on like just getting the lighting right on my cues. Well, yeah, um, I mean, I mean, that's that's the thing. You can be as in depth as you want, and you can be as lazy as you want. You can there, there's pre built roller coasters that you can just click and slam down. Um, you don't have to do anything else. You, you yeah. can have a park up and running in about thirty minutes just by shoving pre made shops here, there, and everywhere, and whatever. But also, and is it then about how much money you spend and how making money essentially? Well, like if you do the career problems. mode, it is. But there's also I I I just use sandbox. I've got infinite money, so I just go mad. Oh, okay. And if you go on YouTube and you look you you look for um for things that people have built, I mean yeah, that, that's that's how you get out there. You, you can sort of show it off to people, and people love roller coasters that people have built. There's thousands um, of hits on even like some of the basic roller coasters that people shove on there. And if you're playing it on Steam, um, you can upload that haunted house with the voiceover to the workshop, exactly. to the Steam Workshop, yeah, and other people it. can put it into the into their parks. Exactly. You, I mean, your entire park, you can have it as a blueprint, and then someone can take your park and upload it and play with your park, and then add to your park. It's it's it does sound cool. It's so limitless. It's just brilliant. I mean. It just needs some um, optimization. Uh, there's a few issues with paving and uh, this, that, and the other, which just just little niggles here, there, and everywhere, which could be better. Which will definitely be ironed out in the second one. They will. They'll definitely do a second one eventually. I'm sure they will. Uh, uh, on the um, Steam Workshop now for Planet Coaster, there's two hundred sixty-eight thousand eight hundred thirty-seven ride blueprints. Exactly. Wow. So, yeah. Nezzy, if you want to be lazy, then just go onto the uh, the workshop and just pick whatever the hell you want. Plus, on the console yeah. edition, they've got their own workshop that's uh, that's building up very quickly, I believe. I might, I might, you know what? I might stick it on on the Xbox upstairs and just have it as my when I go to bed game. 
can play a little bit up there. Because even if you're on it for 30 want... minutes, just adding a tree here or there, or just doing a, you know, working on a little bit, whatever, you don't have to build it all in a day. Yeah. Um, I just I I normally go on there and I concentrate on one area or one ride, and create a better queue for it or build some kind of building. <laughs> See, for it. I keep I keep on going to yeah I really want to try this game to I'm never playing this game and when you just said go on there and build a better queue. I just thought, all right, I've never played this game because I'm never going to have that thought. Well, no, you don't have to. You can just connect the path just straight to the main path, um, the queue, so create, connect the queue straight to the path and then have it have that be it. You don't have to do anything else. People will still come on, they'll ride it. You can ride it yourself. I love riding things myself. When you make a ride and you ride it yourself, it's so satisfying. Oh, you see, I'm back to wanting to play it now. Yeah, it's... Yeah. <laughs> Being a being a little person or walking around your park that's created in, in glorious, um, in my case, 1440p. Um, but in if you're playing on the Xbox, it'd be 4K, won't it? Um, it's just, yeah. it's wonderful. It's brilliant. And having all like the, the sounds and just, just even just like following people around and watching them enjoy it and you can click on them and see what they're thinking. Um, yeah, I mean, as a roller coaster enthusiast, it's it's just it's a wet dream um do you know what you've just convinced me and i've, I've literally just bought it <laughs> really it's funny yeah, you say that Steve. because last week you were talking about um fucking hell not that uh you were talking about uh watchdogs legions and i bought that this afternoon because of what you were saying i was lying really it was all lies well we'll see won't we no, it is great. It is great. I mean, uh, Planet, um, Planet, what's it called? It's downloading right now. Planet Coaster. Um, <laughs> Planet, it's what's it called? It's, it's on sale as well. It's so. like eight quid, isn't it? Like eight or nine quid? Yeah, it's down from, I've just paid £7.49. It's down from, um, oh, it's gone off the page. I think it was like 20 29 I think it was. Yeah, but you can buy uh, there's add-ons as well, so make sure you get the add-ons. There's like a spooky pack, adventure pack, um, vintage pack. There's all these little packs you can buy, which are normally on they're on sale quite often, and you can get them for two or three quid. It just gives you more roller coasters, more skins, more uh, like different terrain um, textures and things like that. Well worth getting. I love it. It's it's the best thing I have on my uh, computer right now. So Planet Coaster. It is amazing. Go buy it. It's on sale. You have no excuse. <laughs> uh, right, we would go back to you, Dan, but you've got nothing else unless there's anything that's, that's just jumped onto your jumped into your head. No, I, I, I've had um, Planet Coaster for a while and never really played it because I had it when it was in um, Alpha and there was no tutorial whatsoever, so I haven't touched it since then. So. I'm reinstalling it now. It, it, there is a learning to curve it. to it. There's a big learning curve. Um, but, I mean, you can go on YouTube, you can learn things that way, which I did. Yeah. Um, but you can also uh, just, was, just experiment. There was pretty much none of that when I first started playing it. So, uh, yeah. I'm going to be uploading my park to YouTube soon. Um, it's almost at a point where I'm, I'm quite happy to show it off. So you, you can see what I've been doing. Excellent. Past 160 hours. I look forward to seeing it. I'm watching a video at the moment of Grindelheim, um, 
amazing park someone's made where it's it's basically all wooden and it looks amazing. But no, I haven't played anything else. So also so, Channel yeah. Five Gaming. Um, if you follow them on YouTube, they do uh, they review people's roller coasters every week. Uh, they've oh, got cool. some great videos on there, and they do competitions and stuff. So yeah, I recommend them. Channel Five Gaming. Uh, right, so we will move up to Nezzy with uh, a bit of Assassin's Creed action. Yes, so again, so so far we spoke about FIFA, we spoke about COD, so the other game to speak about <laughs> is Assassin's Creed. For some reason I've become, I've started a gaming podcast and then I've become a real gaming basic bitch. Is that, my dog is just running around making a lot of noise, you'll have to excuse him. Um, but yes, Assassin's Creed, I have played it. I bought it with my voucher system, um, but I have not played much of it because I went to sit down and have like a bit of a session on it, but then I thought, oh, I'll just have a couple of games of COD first. And then again, three hours later, I'm still playing COD. Uh, and that's happened a couple of times where I've come to play Assassin's Creed. So I've only played about an hour or so of it. So I'll be quick. It seems It seems okay so far. It's Assassin's Creed. You can pick a man or a woman. I picked a woman. Because I don't know, did, did any of you guys watch Vikings, the show? I Great didn't. show. I wanted to. I, well, I wanted to. It's, I've been meaning to, but no. Oh, well. It's, it's really, really good. Well, the first four seasons are really, really good. Um, it's brilliant. But it's got some great like women Viking characters on there. So I thought, I'm going to be a woman because Viking women like absolutely kicked ass. <laughs> um so yeah, so I've started it. You start off in Norway. It looks good. It looks fine. But you know, it's Assassin's Creed. It's nothing too special. Again, I'm playing it on the Series X, but I didn't notice any massive improvement because obviously the last Assassin's Creed, that Odyssey, the one in Greece, was such a, a beautiful looking game. Anyway, um, it, it was an absolutely gorgeous game. This one is obviously in England, so it's a bit more grim and a bit more grey than the beautiful Greek islands. But it looks all right. Although I've not got to England yet, I'm still in Norway. Um, but the, I've done a bit of combat. The combat is quite fun. Um, I'm using a shield and an axe, and um, you can use the shield as a weapon as well, so it's kind of like you're fighting with two, so there's like one button to hit or block with the shield and a button to hit with your axe. So it's quite a fun way to fight because you can, like I say, block and then hit or hit people with your actual axe as well. So I've had a bit of fun with the bit of fighting that I've done, and all I've done is kind of walk around um the village in Norway and spoke to a few people and stuff. So like I say, I've just started it. It looks okay. It's Assassin's Creed. Um, but Assassin's Creed are fun. If they're not, but the last two, I, I, I really liked Odyssey. Like I really liked it. Like I loved it for like 60 hours. Loved it. But then it took me like maybe 75 hours or something to complete the game. So like for the last, 10 hours or so I was just trying to get through it and that kind of like because you know 15 hours or 10 hours however long it was it's still a long time um you know you can complete you can complete some other great games in that time but at the end of it it just got on for so long and the story's good in the game and the characters were good but like you just listen to the same type of thing so by the end of it you're just like you go speak to someone they tell me to go over there I go over there I murder everyone go speak to somebody else. They tell me about to go somewhere else, go there and murder everyone. Um, <laughs> so yeah, so the last one was a little bit too long, but I, I, I watched a YouTube video on this one that said that it was a little bit, um, it was a little bit more focused than the last one. Um, 
So I thought, oh, well, maybe that'll get rid of that. You know, I'm not going to be still in the game 70 hours in just trying to get all this stuff done because even after 70 odd hours in the game of Odyssey, I still had loads of things to do. And um, so hopefully in this game, I'll get a bit more of a sense of achievement from doing things. And I think that's why I got the game. I think, I don't know, it has been a long year and it has been, I've been busy. And I think I just wanted a simple game where I could just go and just cross off some lists go and do some specific missions, get that done, clear an area, get a sense of satisfaction from that, then move on to the next one. Um, so hopefully this will be like that, where I'll get that sense of satisfaction that I'm getting things done and not be like Odyssey, where you did just did loads and loads and loads and loads of things, but you never felt like you were getting anything done because there was just so much to do. So um, I'll keep playing it if Call of Duty doesn't take up all my time. Can I ask um, about the combat? Yeah, and I'll let you know. The, the last um, Assassin's Creed game I played was black flag and it's one of the best games i've ever played is the combat yep. similar to that because the the pictures i'm looking at I and mean, you've got this health bar which i i, I don't like in, a, in, a, in an assassin's creed it's really putting me off but is it like um i suppose like batman arkham asylum type combat where you kind of judge how things how how they uh launch at you and whatever and counter back and all this stuff is it the same no, no, it's not like that anymore. It changed. At, um, what's the one before Odyssey called? The one in Egypt? Origins. Origins. Yeah, it changed Origins. And Origins was the same. It was it's a massive game, like 60, 70, 80 hour games um, with more of an RPG element. So there's a lot more levelling up and a lot more choosing the weapons that you have, a lot more of choosing where you want to spend your ability points. Um so yeah, so they kind of changed our origins to like a more of an RPG type, and along with that came a huge change in how the fighting is. So there is still kind of blocking, but it's not like Batman way. You just have to time it. All the old Assassin's Creed where you just have to time it right and then hit them back, and then that kills them. It's it's more. I don't know how to just describe it really. It's um, just it's twat more. Is it just like just press the button and twat yeah. them until they die? Well, yeah, there is there is skill to it. There is definitely still skill to it, and you can't just run anywhere into anyone and just until you until you level up, you can't just go and murder everyone. I think the last couple of games are harder at the start than they are at the end. So, so I like that in the combat that you have to be you have to be a little bit measured in how you fight, and you can't just wait. Like I think in the old Assassin's Creed, and I've loved a lot of the Assassin's Creed. Um, you can't just wait, or in Batman, you can just wait until someone hits you and then just block them, counter them. You can't do that anymore. You have, you still have to counter. You still have to be defensive, and you still have to attack. But you, ha- but it's not just a case of just getting the timing right on the block. Um, Is it slick? And do you look yeah, like a badass? You can feel like a badass, yeah, but you can also feel like a total idiot <laughs> if you don't get it right. <laughs> So you can still feel like a badass, but you have to work a little bit harder for it than I feel like you had to do, like in in the Batman style way of. I, I loved the old ones, the, the old way where you sort of walk around and he's got this swagger, and like a, a guard will come up, you can just like shove a knife in his back if you're behind him, or you just do these re- really cool counters. There's no health bars or anything. It's just you know if a knife goes in them, they're gonna die, and you just look awesome doing it. And since it's changed from. Um, from Origins, I've just not given a shit about Assassin's Creed at all. 
I mean, it looks great. I love an RPG, but adding these elements into Assassin's Creed, it doesn't work for me. It's not appealing me, uh, appealing to me. Uh, I just want to play the really, old ones again. They're not really assassiny anymore. Like, yeah, it just it feels, and especially it, this one is Vikings. Like, you just want to go, you just want to go and kill everyone. Like, you don't in the old ones. Like, you wanted to assassinate. Well, I wanted to assassinate. I wanted to sneak in, get somewhere, stab someone. With the latest ones, you can't do that. And if because there's now levels as well as you're leveling up. Let's say you're a level thirty, and if you want to go and assassinate level fifty. You couldn't do that. Like it would just take a tiny little bit of, even though you've snuck up behind them into the whole encampment and you've like sneaked up behind them, then press triangle or whatever Y to do the assassination. It'll take like a tiny little bit off the health bar. They'll just turn around and you have to start fighting them. And if you're into assassination, I nearly said assassinating. Then, <laughs> if you're into assassination and that stealth aspect of it, the games are moving a lot more away from that. So they are different games. I wish they still had some of the old Assassin's Creed games, and I wish this was just a different branch of Assassin's Creed because I would I, I still also kind of miss the um, the old style. But there is also something else to enjoy about these ones. But I, yeah. they just are that so big, just so so big. Well, one That's day a I might. Uh... Because um, I'm I left this off my list, but um, last year I decided to um play all of the assassin's creeds so i'd only ever played um black flag um and then off the back of that i decided randomly to play assassin's creed syndicate and i loved it so much so that um i almost named uh, my, my wife and i almost named our daughter after evie one of the characters in uh, assassin's creed syndicate um and absolutely adored that game uh, so i thought, I thought right, i'm gonna go back and i dipped in and out of a few of the older ones um i completed assassin's creed one this year then completed assassin's creed two then completed brotherhood then completed revelations um just started assassin's creed three and i'm even though i'm playing them like now 2020 um it's that they're still fantastic i mean one was a bit ropey but the rest of them were still brilliant they were still um, a lot of fun. They didn't even look that bad graphically, to be honest. I, I love them, but um, I own Origins and I own Odyssey because I picked them up when they were dirt cheap in PlayStation sales. Like literally both of them I got for under £10 in PlayStation sales. But the um, combat, I haven't really played them, but the combat, it, it's just... It's so good. I think it's, it's good, but it's different. It's just very different to... Um, how the, the other ones, the older ones that are being played, sort of seem. Oh, sorry, I, met, I thought you meant you, you were talking about the, the old ones' combat. The old ones' combat was just perfect for me. Yeah, I love it. It's it's bang on. Um, I, I, I can't really talk too much about the newer ones because, like I say, I have this weird thing with games where, <laughs> like, if, if I'm trying to get into a series, I almost have to play the first one. Um, so with Dead Space recently, I only played Dead Space this this year as well. Um, I couldn't just jump into two or three. I had to get one, play one first. Absolutely. Loved one. It's a great it's series. The best one anyway. Fantastic. Three was shit, and I gave up halfway through. Yeah, I did the um, same. <laughs> <laughs> but but yeah, it's really interesting hearing you um, hearing more about the the newer Assassin's Creed because they don't. Like you said yourself, Nessie, they don't sound 
so much like you're actually an assassin anymore. <laughs> no, you're just some big twat with an axe who just is just gonna just keep throwing it and throwing it and throwing it until someone dies. Instead of I guess like the simply... tra- sorry, go on. I guess the, the challenge though for them was that they were making Assassin's Creed games every year, and essentially they were making them just in different cities or different countries. And I guess people were just saying to them, well. You know, it's just the same as the last one. It's just the same as the last one. How, you know, how many Assassin's Creed games were there before the change? It's got to be over, over ten across all the platforms. Personally, I'm so fine with that. A new Assassin's Creed game in a new city, same combat, great. Bring it they on. Don't, don't get me wrong. Like, say, my, my favorite Assassin's Creed games are probably like the old ones. Like, I loved Syndicate. Like, a hundred percent of Syndicate. It was just that, that. That was that that perfect game of. It just felt great getting things done. Like I think it was like divided into like four or five main areas, and then you just do little bits in there, and it would just unlock the area and it'd be done. And I just absolutely love that game. It was really really good. I loved Four Black Flag. Obviously, is an absolutely amazing game. I even liked the one in France. I can't remember which one that was, um, but everyone hated it. Is it? Um, lit- oh, I can't remember what it was. It I think it was the first bit? one. Is it like yeah. Unity or Rogue? Yeah, Unity. So. That was it's it. Unity, yeah. yeah. I think that might be the first one on the Xbox One or something. That was the one that had all the crazy bugs, like people with like no skin on the face and stuff. And he got loads of shit. <laughs> and it was set in Paris in Versailles. And I loved it. I thought it was a great game. Right. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. We'll, we'll look forward to hearing how that develops. John. Outcast. Okay, this one is short and not very sweet. It's an utter, <laughs> utter wank. Um, like, um, so I'm an Amazon Prime member, and um, the every month uh, I have a look at what games Amazon are giving you for free. Um, they've given me loads for free. Not many of as much note, but um, I played like a few. Like Fractured Minds was really good. Um, and uh, Max Curse, the Brotherhood wasn't bad, and they, they've given away a few decent games. They gave away Dear Esther as well, which I played, which was absolute wank as well a few months ago. Is this but, on um, PC? Yeah, yeah. It's um, just for being a Prime member. They give you like oh. three, four, sometimes. I mean, one month they gave away ten games, but um, they give away a lot of games for free. Um, not many of them are much of note, to be honest. It's stuff like Dear Esther, Torok Two. Dark Devotion, um, the uh, remake of Tempest as well was on there, um, stuff like that. Um, but um, I played the Gaveway Overcooked for free this month, which was fantastic. Um, but yeah, Outcast. Um, I don't mind playing these sort of like middle of the road RPGs. Like I know they're not going to be a Witcher or a Skyrim or. A, something like that but i don't mind giving them a go like i played a really good one called fade to silence which is a proper middle of the road rpg which i really enjoyed like played that that earlier in the year and i've played stuff like elix and stuff as well which was fantastic middle of the road like not top tier but not shy either but outcast second contact wow this game is fucking awful it's terrible I mean, I didn't pay anything for it, and I feel robbed of <laughs> just my time. Um, it was just shite. I, mean, I couldn't believe, to be honest, like how bad it is. And I, I try my best not to uh, be too harsh on games because I don't know how to like develop and create a video game. Like, I've got friends that do, 
and that have made video games. And um, I, I used to um, be part of a club with uh, a, a man that had a um, really, really nice guy called Andrew, who had been the lead on the development team for um, Operation Dragon Rising and uh, Operation Flashpoint, sorry, uh, Dragon Rising and um, the other Operation Flashpoint game. And he worked on F1 games and stuff. And he would always tell me about how like hard it is to develop a game and to not be too harsh on uh, the developers. Uh, but the developers of this game can go fuck themselves because <laughs> it is trash. Like, my God. God, it's awful. I have subtitles switched on on most games anyway as default because of being half deaf. I find it just easier most of the time to just focus on what's going on and just glance an eye over the, the subtitles. Um, but fucking hell, you need the subtitles on in this game um, just to understand what the hell is supposed to be going on. Um, so there's, in the story, you've landed on this, like... You're on Earth, and then all of a sudden it switches, and you're not on Earth. You're on this other planet, and there's aliens, and they're talking to you, but they're using all this like uh, they use, they speak English, but then they randomly place in alien words in between it. But you in the alien words, it tells you in the subtitles what they are in English, so the fucking character might as well say them in English the majority of the time um the graphics are shit like utter shit like, I, i'm not one of these people that's bothered about ray tracing and the graphics looking beautiful on games like i, I genuinely don't care really really don't care is this me, a shooter it's a game it's um it's a genre all to itself <laughs> it's uh rpg closest probably to mass effect probably in in like you know third person walk around or you can do bits first person um but it's just utter shite so if you ever see it don't bother just run as far and fast as you possibly can um but it's one of those that, that in all honesty it was free i looked at the box art and thought yeah actually this, this, this looks decent like the cover looks decent um, it talks about like distant worlds and video game exploration and this sort of stuff, but but no, it's fucking shite. It, it plays shite. It it looks shite. It sounds shite. Um, yeah. So basically, other than all of that, it's quite good. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Outcast Second Contact can fuck off. Apparently. Any more, any more else to say on Outcast? Or are you uh, happy with that outburst? I never want to hear about this game ever again, <laughs> like, like ever. I, when I first saw it in the uh, in the notes, I thought it was a sequel to Outcast, the the horror sort of stalkingy game. Outlast. Outlast. That Outlast. Ah, that's yeah. that's where that the confusion was good. is. <laughs> right. That's okay. Cool. That's why it's a different thing. It's a different title. There is a sequel to that. But that's called Outlast Two. That would make sense. <laughs> okay, so moving on. Um, before I, I talk about uh, my last game, uh, we've had some community players who've been in contact. We have Kim, GamerGirl27 from the Overseas uh, Connection podcast, um, been playing Kingdoms of Amalore and lots of it, apparently. 
And we also have Richard Naturus, who's been playing Jedi Fallen Order and is apparently crap at it. I've heard it's quite a difficult game, Fallen Order. I've never played it, but I do want to. Bloody solid. I don't want to say it's that difficult. I mean, it, it, it gets a bit harder towards later on, but it's... I mean, it's no Dark Souls. Yeah, well, have you you've have you played Dark Souls, Dan? Yeah. Or any of this? Well, yeah, and I think... And I've played some of the Souls games and stuff. So I think if you've played the Souls games, oh, this one doesn't seem, doesn't seem <laughs> difficult. But if you've never played them, and you just... Because games nowadays, really, they, they don't really want you to fail. They want you to succeed and i think maybe that this game and i I do have it but i've not played it it's just a game that doesn't automatically help you succeed um so i think that to some people that's a bit a bit of an odd thing it does have uh it does have different difficulty settings though so you can always make it a bit easier if you're struggling a lot yeah and that that kingdoms of amador as well i've heard I, i love a good rpg i've heard really really good things about that um but I've just not gone back to it because it's old now, and I know I shouldn't. But when you have limited time, and when I've shiny new things, it's difficult to go back to some of the old things. That's why, John, I'd always admire the fact that you go back and play these games. I know we're great games. I know that I would enjoy them, but I just always think, oh, you just started Skyrim. Well, this is true. <laughs> I've not carried it on. That's a that's a special edition with it with the Series X enhancements. Well, it doesn't have Series X enhancements, but it's got mods. Well, Kingdom of Amalur recently got re... I mean, it, it doesn't really do much, actually. It looks kind of like it did when it first came out anyway. But Have you played it? Yeah, yeah, I've, I've played the original good? and re recording Yeah, I, I need to finish it, but yeah, it's, it's a great game. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, Tim Chopper Kelly has finally gotten around to playing Spider-Man, uh, the two-years-old one. Uh, he says, I know I'm late to it. It's cracking, swinging around uh, New no, no York, is, is how he's put it. New York. Uh, New York. I'll do that. <laughs> uh, very relaxing. Uh, also played Fall Guys and haven't won yet. Uh, Fall Guys is on sale, actually. I might be buying that in the next uh, couple of days. I've not played it. I want to. It looks very fun. Has anyone played Fall Guys? No, but it's free on PSN. I, I played it when I was in the beta, but I haven't played it since. Well, I don't have it anymore. So it looks very fun. Anyway, I've not played it, but I, I will soon. Uh, and uh, Greedfall, which is an okay RPG, but worst lip syncing ever. Not worse uh, than Outcast. <laughs> <laughs> I've got that downloaded. That Greedfall. It looks interesting to me, but again, it's just a massive time sink, and I've got so many games to play at the minute that. Ugh. I know, God, this is too many. And finally, um, Mr. Crappy Tainted Brain. Or is it my crap? It, it sh- I'm sure it should be my crappy tainted brain. It's put down here as Mr. Anyway, uh, he's been playing Days Gone. It's not bad. Got it as part of PS Now, which uh, he picked up for just a shade over 20 quid. Nice. Right, so I'll... I've heard it's quite good. Uh, I was going to play. I was, it was one of them games I was quite excited for. I was going to buy it day one, and then reviews came in, and it wasn't so positive. Oh, I loved it. I thought it was great. Yeah, I've I mean, done about five hours on it, and was it was okay. It just it was just okay. And then I I didn't mean to not go back to it, and I I rarely don't finish games, but I just haven't gone back to it, and I think I will go back to it, but I haven't yet. I will play it one day. It, it looks like my kind of thing. Um, 
but God, this, the queue is too big. Yep. Right, so I'll talk about my last game and then we'll move on to uh, the Metacritic quiz. So I've I been think, playing. I um, think Crappy Tainted Brain had, had a little bit more to say, though, there, to, yeah. to be honest. It's yes, the there is an actually another page which I have not <laughs> scrolled onto. It just it looks like there's a massive gap underneath it, and shit, there's loads more. <laughs> I, I'm a good host, really. Right, um, uh, right. Picked it up for just over a shade over twenty quid. Uh, liking the whole gameplay, um, I was getting a bit. It, it was getting a bit samey, but new weapons have allowed me to really start taking on hordes uh, and also a bit of Bloodborne uh, which he says just fuck that game damn it is tough great game Bloodborne love that game never played it I don't think I will because I've heard how difficult it can be and I I just I don't have time for difficult games so satisfying though I believe I so just, oh. but I'll say this quickly. I'm playing Sekiro, this game that I play at the minute. I've been stuck on one of the bosses. I can't remember what his name is. Genichiro or something to the people. People will know who we're on about. I yeah, first no. tried him in January last year. And I did him finally maybe three weeks ago. So it's take, it took me just under a year to do them. And I must have tried him. I don't care if this makes me sound bad. I've played... A few of the Souls games and stuff. Uh, hundreds of times I tried it, and then I did it, and I thought I'd be the happiest I've ever been. But it was just—I did it, and there was just like this weird emptiness inside me. <laughs> I got no joy from it whatsoever. It's like seeking revenge on someone, isn't it? Like you think when you kill them, it's going to be fine, but then you murder him, and then it's like, oh, I have to murder someone else now. Exactly. Yeah. So now I know what that feels like. But that's another great game. But yeah, I was just there was just nothing, no emotions, no nothing after a year of trying to do this boss. Anyway. And finally, Kev Westerman FNK twenty five says Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven. Beyond the bugs, it's a decent game. Uh, he's also been playing Peggle two. What a game! Where's Peggle three? I agree. Peggle the Peggle games are some of the best, well, two of the best games I've ever played. Um, Puzzle wise, they are fantastic. Frustrating as fuck, but great. Um, he also says he's played an hour of Immortals, Phoenix Rising. Um, don't listen to the reviews, he says, and get this game whilst it's £35, or £25 if you get the free £10 uh, voucher from Epic. Yeah. I've just used the £10 voucher from Epic to get um, Watch Dogs at a price of £23. I was very oh. happy about it. Absolute bug. I used my £10 to get Disco Elysium, which I'll probably talk about next week. Fantastic. Right, okay. Completely that's... forgot about mine. Sorry, Dan. I, got I completely forgot about my £10 voucher. I've just remembered I've got one for Stadia as well, and I haven't got a clue what to spend now. Is that program that deletes Stadia? <laughs> <laughs> if only such a thing existed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, okay, so I've been playing Inside. Uh, they had it as the free game on Epic for Christmas Eve Eve, I think it was. Possibly Christmas Eve, around that time. Uh, I've been meaning to play it for ages because uh, I played Limbo and I've completed Limbo probably three or four times and that was one of the best independent games I've ever played. What a game. Have you played Limbo, anyone? Yeah, loved it. Great yeah, game. played it, loved it. Good game. Inside is same mechanics, uh, same kind of look, except there's a bit of colour to it. Um, you appear to be a 
boy running away from the man. I guess it is some kind of weird establishment who seem to be enslaving mankind for some reason. I'm not really sure why yet, but the art style's really cool. The mechanics are really simple, but intuitive. It's you, know, you, you literally jump, pull, and push, don't you? I think that's that's all you do. Um, but in on inside, you've also you can like jump into these brain um, things that make you take control of other people around, like in the background. So you can make them do things to manipulate the environment, so you can progress. Um, just as you keep going, it just throws more and more little uh, gameplay mechanics at you. Uh, I've just got to a bit inside a submarine, which is really cool. Um, so sort of navigating my way through and charging into weak walls and smashing them. And I've got this weird kind of mermaid ghost thing trying to chase me at the moment. So I put probably put about 90 minutes into it. I'm not sure how long it is. Um, does anyone know how long it is? 93 minutes. 93 minutes. Okay, so I'm three minutes <laughs> away. <laughs> um, really enjoying it so far. I thought I'd, I'd play it for a few minutes um, yesterday. I thought, yeah, I'll just give it a few minutes just so I can. I've got something to talk about. And I ended up playing it for 90 minutes. Um, yeah, it's brilliant. It's It looks great, plays great. It's challenging. It's frustrating. I'm, I I love dogs. Don't get me wrong, but fuck these dogs in the ass. The dogs on the inside. Oh my god, horrendous. Um, but yeah, once you get over this uh, whatever obstacle you you come across, it's really satisfying. Because there's no instruction. There's, it doesn't say right, press this button to do this. You just got to figure out everything yourself. And some of the environment environmental puzzles are really intuitive and to just make you feel clever when you finally complete them. Um, so far, I've not used any guides. I've not been on the internet at all. I'm very happy about. Uh, to my shame, I did use a couple of guides, uh, or a guide for a couple of times in Limbo. Um, but then when you read it, you think, oh, for fuck's sake, of course... So, yeah, so I'm trying to avoid that uh, for inside. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Um, still going through it. I will give a final verdict when I'm finished. I'm fairly certain it's going to be around an 8 to 10 out of 10. Very happy. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Let us move on to the Metacritic Quiz. What is the Metacritic quiz, you ask? Well, we each go into Metacritic, we find a review for the game, and then the other guys have to guess the game based on the review. It's pretty much how you thought it was. So, um, I will go through the league table so far. So it's a, an ongoing uh, competition. We're, gonna, we're probably going to do 10 podcasts and see what the scores are and then declare a champion. And then we'll the next 10, assuming we're still here, you can try and retain your championship or try and knock off the bastard who is the champion so uh the league table so far is dan has 15 points 
Nezzy has ten. Uh, myself has five. And John is shit. <laughs> so we are going to randomly select the person who's going to go first. And the person going first is... Nezzy. Ooh. Okay. Here is mine. Okay. If you love to masturbate over QTE actions and press X to take out trash or wash dishes, then this game is for you. <laughs> to the rest, I wouldn't recommend. It's boring and uninspiring. I'm sure there are some good story in there, but to get there, you've got to do a lot of meaningless tasks and a lot of meaningless busy work. Is this a game or an interactive movie? I really don't know anymore. I'd rather play a real game like God of War or Bloodborne than this crap. The only good thing I can say about this is that the graphics look great and the actors in this game did a good job with the material they got to work with. That's it. I'm checking out. Heavy is rain. It, um, I don't know. I... Ghost of Tsushima. No. That's a terrible guess. I think it's something I played this extra life and I think it's Detroit Become Human. It is Detroit Become Human. Oh. Oh. Are you under the impression that in feudal Japan, people took the trash and I suppose they did take the trash out and wash dishes. That sounds stupid now that I say it. But I'm sure they didn't press X to do it. So, uh. I love that game, so fuck this person who did the review. Yeah, I love that game as well. I thought it was fucking great. I, I liked it. My only issue with it is that they basically just stole the struggle of black people and then just made it about androids. That <laughs> yeah, was my only true. issue with it. Like, <laughs> And as a person of colour, it felt a bit weird. Um, but yeah, I enjoyed the game. All in Fantastic all. game. Was Absolutely. there no black androids in it? Yeah, you play a, you play the android, the main android that you play is black or mixed race. A bit dark. Uh, so yeah. But it's a good game. Yeah, but it's great. It's a great game. I love it. It's the best one that... Um, oh, I forgot his name David, now. David, David Cage. David, David Cage, yes. Yeah. Best one he's done. Yeah. In my opinion. I definitely felt like... I definitely felt like it mattered. Like, you know, when I was making editions, I was like, oh, what should I do? What should I do? And I guess that's... If it, if that kind of game has you really thinking about your decisions, which that one did, then to yeah. me it's on its job. Yeah. yeah. I played it through quite a few times just to see the other endings, and that's something I normally don't do in a game. I rarely ever play through games to look at the other endings. I did the same, one, yeah. And just, the ones I couldn't find, I, I looked up on YouTube because I just wanted to know. But there's, there's really huge, huge sections of story, which I didn't even know you could do. Huge, like, mm. levels, different levels that I, I didn't even touch. Great game. Who, who got that right? Dan, 10 points. Me. Well, well done. Dan. It's your turn now. Okay, um, this one, I'm actually going to read a couple because well, it's only got one review by a professional. And and then the, a lot of the other reviews are reverse bombing it. There's a few clues there, I guess. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the review from um, the professional, blank of blank blank is a massive piece of fucking shit. Also, it has multiplayer. <laughs> is it blank of blank blank no no it's not no. blank of blank blank 2 this is just a shit mobile game with stolen assets put on the PS4 people making good reviews on shit mobile games and shit posters going too far a mobile game on PS4 mm, that's interesting and I then like, all the other reviews are just idiots giving it 10 saying that it's the best game ever. 
So in your opinion, it's not a good game. I think in any reasonable mind, it's probably one of the worst games ever to have hit the PS4. Okay. Hmm. Have you played it? No. I wouldn't waste my money on it. Here's it. I'm going to go out on a limb. Um, I watch a lot of these videos about like um, the worst games to come out. It, it's not Life of Black Tiger, is it? It is. What? It, it is. <laughs> yeah. it, no fucking way. <laughs> yes. So we've established now that if it's a shit game, I can probably guess it. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Uh, the reason why I said that is that uh, that I um I regularly fall down YouTube holes for like um I love Easter egg videos on YouTube like absolutely addicted to them Easter egg hunter Captain Excellent all of them um but also what pops up occasionally is like top ten worst games and I'm a sucker for those lists and this Life of Black Tiger always comes up because just just anyone listen to this you guys look it up when you get the time you will not believe that this past um uh i don't know what you'd call it that this past the checks to to be on ps4 it is fucking horrendous it's not even a game and then think about the poor bastard that spent 30 dollars on it oh my god it's so i mean sony um originally sony originally no, had, um, they had an official preview trailer of this that's still up on yes. the PlayStation, YouTube, like they should have took this shit down. It's horrific. It's you play as a, a black tiger. You can do some hunting and stuff, but the animations are jank. Calling it a mobile game is just disrespectful to mobile games. Wow. Well, well done. You've just gone ahead of me in the league, which means I am now bottom. Cheers. How, do, how does our point? How does our point system work again? Uh, so it is 10 points if you guess off the bat without um, the next yeah. clue. And it's five points if you if we have to ask for a clue. All right, okay, yeah. So, I was about to say, then, how did Dan get 15? But then I guess he answered two questions. So I need to just stop being stupid for a few minutes. Yes, <laughs> please <on>. do. <laughs> <laughs> right, John, go for it. Okay, okie dokie then. Um, <laughs> so this one starts... Busy work, the game. Do you want to find hidden objects in a game about thousands of times? Do you want to find some tunnels by browsing around the outskirts of the game or something to shoot to knock something down? Then I have the game for you right here. When there's a storyline be- between these collect-a-fun sessions, there's something moderately enjoyable here. But after murdering... An entire town in back-to-back combat on medium difficulty and barely breaking a sweat? Just no. The entire time I played this game, at no point did I feel like I was experiencing anything fun. While there's some beautiful scenery and some barely interesting plot points, nothing drew me in. I didn't enjoy the previous game, for it also has a massive amount of optional busy work. But at least its combat loop was entertaining. I abandoned this game after 25 hours. <laughs> um, blank. Assassin's Creed Odyssey. No. Uh, blank reached the same point before I got too bored. 
while I'm playing anxiously and happily considering work tomorrow rather than getting dragged into what's supposed to be a fantastic game world, I just don't know. This is the last blank game I'll ever buy in the series. As a side note, I eventually ended up with the Xbox One version of the game. The PC version ran so poorly on a 20... 2080? Two, I don't know PC speak. 2080 <laughs> Super. <laughs> and a minus one current gen i7 that if you're thinking of buying this on pc just don't that was a long review but it never got any easier to guess what it was Batman I was waiting nice. for that nugget assassin's creed odyssey was close assassin's, assassin's creed, creed origins. origins no <laughs> <laughs> well, assassin's creed valhalla it was valhalla well done Dan. <laughs> really? <laughs> Dad's going to run away with this. <sighs> I'm just going to study. I'm going to study all games in between each show. Just That's put me off getting it there. <laughs> it's, it's going to absolutely ruin me playing it. I did all the hard work then, and Dan just came in and looted my body like a bitch. Yeah, it's the way I play COD as well. Always stealing kills. <laughs> Go on, teabag me, teabag me. Only on Thursdays. <laughs> uh, um, uh, who's next? Who's not been? Is it just me? Yeah. Okay. I'll go. This game is too repetitive. You go and talk with one man. He wants to kill someone. You kill the guy, and okay, it's done. The guy is always this. That the game is always this. Graphics aren't the best. PlayStation have better graphics to offer. Some crashes around the game made me put game away. I sold. Five dollars. Really bad game. <laughs> this is it the first Assassin's Creed. <laughs> no. Is it Cyberpunk? No. I almost went for another Cyberpunk, but I didn't. So many of these could be Cyberpunk every time we listen yeah. to them ahead. The first game that comes up is Cyberpunk. <laughs> Come on. I do have a second one for this one as well, um, which you can have for free before I, before I do a... Give it, go on. Do I it, do it, do I it. need it. Completely overrated. I stopped playing after two hours because every mission was a variation of follow me while I talk to, talk to this chap and then kill some people I don't like. Is also, it... Um... Red Dead Redemption 2? No. Is also, it Homefront the Revolution? Do, sorry, say again. Is it Homefront the Revolution? It is not, no. Also, oh. the game mechanics are crap because every time I want to shoot someone, the crosshair is automatically pointed and locked on the nearest person's torso, making headshots and other things impossible to make. In addition, the story was never fleshed out. The protagonist is here to find some person, but that never... That is never really pursued, and he seems to be trying to be uh, to become legit, but that never happens either. The game is imbalanced and boring, and is easily one of the worst games I've ever played. God, he's got a man. Grand Theft Auto Five. Grand Theft Auto Four. Correct, Nezzy. Yeah, because it's the one man. You know why? Because I, I was thinking Grand Theft Auto would because there's three protagonists, but four because he's, he's slightly dodgy, but he's a nice guy in it. What's his name? It's an Eastern 
European gentleman. Um, Nico. Uh, uh, Nico, yeah. Nico, yeah, yeah, because he's Ballet. yeah he's uh, doing bad stuff, but he's always just like, oh, okay, then just if I have to. So yeah, I've got it. Ten points. Oh no, I don't get. Did I get five points. Um, no, no, because I was no, that wasn't really the clue. The next one that was just two of the same one, so you can have the. T- so we'll just say twenty-five points. Fair enough. <laughs> You're on twenty. Okay, I'll take five. No, it's, it's a ten. That was a ten pointer. Ten, ten. Congratulations, Thank you. Thank you. Are we going for round two on this, or shall we move on? No, do round two. Do round two. Come on, let's do it. Let's do them. Let's do them quickly. Okay, Dan, go. Okay, so I was just picking which one to start with. Um, oh yeah, I need another one. <laughs> okay, blank, blank, blank has some good ideas. The twin stick action could have worked if it hadn't been so fussy and inaccurate. The choice of characters could have been great if they'd had a bit more variety. And the deep customization and online game modes could have added longevity if they hadn't been attached to such drab and messy-looking game. In the end, nothing about this game endeavor feels in any way related to the blank games you know and love. And you do much better to grab the blank anniversary collection at a much lower price or try out one of the many excellent excellent retro twin stick shooters or side-scrolling oh. action games already available on the is platform. This, is this Contra? It, it, that might be one of the blanks. Uh, oh, shit. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> oh. Uh, Contra something something something. Um, yeah, it's the new one. Uh, shit. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> Is it like... Oh, I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. You've got a third of it right. Twin stick shooter thing. I know that they did like a newer one and it was supposed to be um, absolute shite, but I, I just can't remember what the fuck it's called. Googling Contra. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I genuinely cannot remember what it was called. Uh, I think we're going to need a clue. Unless is anyone... it Contra like it's Rogue something? Yeah. Contra Rogue Warrior? Contra Rogue no. Soldier? Yeah, yeah, what? <laughs> um, Contra uh, Clue for the last word. Uh, begins with C. Clown Rapist! Contra Rogue Core. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Fucking brilliant. That was a clue, though. That's only five points. It begins with C was a clue. Sorry. It was. Fair enough. I'll, ha- I'll happily take that. <laughs> right, John, go for it. You won that one. Okay. Um, so, uh, this is only a short one because my first one was really fucking long. Um, this game has good content. Uh, hold on. They have rated this a zero, by the way. So, this game has good content and some great moments, but unfortunately, the negatives and shady business practices far outweigh them. First, we have the censorship. They censored Blank's outfit and personality, the gore and violence, no dismemberment, no decapitation, even a puzzle solution because the numbers were offensive to the Chinese. On this alone, I would give the game the lowest score. But then we also have the cutscenes, open brackets, locations, enemies, mechanics, game modes, close brackets, abusive price tag, Tons of reused assets, lack of replayability, forced multiplayer game, etc. Capcom ethics department wins again. 
and they are more concerned with not offending a minority of social justice warriors who won't even buy the game instead of respecting their fans. Let them know that this is unacceptable. Resident Evil 7? No. Resident Evil 6? No. Five, four, three. <laughs> you have said it to be fair. <laughs> I mean, you were going to get there eventually. <laughs> but yeah, it was Resident Evil 3. Hey! Well, I guess that's, is that a review of the new one? Yeah. Excellent. Okay. Well, am I supposed to put the points out? You got that, you got that, Jay. Hey! hey. In your collective faces. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, garbage story that ruins everything that this franchise did. What a disgrace. Also, the VR is more of a gimmick, gimmick than a boom. The gameplay is interesting for 30 minutes and it becomes very boring. It lacks depth. That's it. It's outcast. <laughs> <laughs> is it Star Wars Squadrons? No. Uh, thinking of VR. Gameplay's very boring. I have no idea. Uh, not a clue. I can't think of this one. Oh, FIFA 21. <laughs> Same few minutes of gameplay over and over again. <laughs> yeah. No idea. You have to give us a clue. Yeah. I okay, right. Uh, when I give you this clue, it's going to be a rapid sort of race to the finish line. So here we go. This VR game makes stew come all over the place. Hard love, Alex. Yeah. Yeah. Well done. <laughs> I was, that was John, it, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. Well done. Five points for you. Um, Nezzy, you've not gone oh, on a few seconds, have you? I've not got one, and I'm still kind of looking, so I'm just going to pick one here. So, this is the first time I'm reading it, too. So, that's all. <laughs> I, I, but I do know what the game is, though. But here we go. Ugh, a really big mistake. This impossible game title is boring. And the reason of the impossible is because you don't play much. The story is good but I have some biggest problems. The camera, the control, all in this game is the biggest mistake. I think that Ignition Entertainment... Oh, I probably shouldn't say that. I say that blank do a sequel, need better elements, because the elements on blank are terrible. In definitive, this game sucks. I'll read another one, because that was a bit thingy. So here's the other one. (laughs) Unless anyone's got a guess. Anyone got a guess? Get one guess. No, okay. A truly atrocious game. It's an ugly, buggy, clunky, inscrutable mess. The only explanation I can think of for all the praise it gets, there's a clue, for all the praise it gets is that this hideous graphics, jerky animation and mind-boggling clumsy controls cause some people to have a stroke and think that they must actually be enjoying the game. (laughs) That or it's some sort of emotional defence mechanism to help justify the complete waste of time that any play of this game is. Oh, that was a good pick at random. Uh, There's a little clue there about it being... It gets a lot of praise. Is it... Red Dead Redemption uh, 2? 
it, it's got an overall user score of, no, sorry, no, it's not. It's got an overall user score is a clue of 8.3. I have no idea even how to find that. Is it? I'll, I'll give I'll, is it, clue. Is it Deadly Premonition? It is Deadly Premonition. And my other clue was going to be this non-VR game makes Stu come in his pants. <laughs> <laughs> this is just a really strange clue to have to two of our answers this week. How the fuck did yeah. you get that, John? Because full disclosure, right? Um, Google. When I had a, when I had a podcast a few years ago and we did the Metacritic game, uh, <laughs> that review sounded very familiar. <laughs> what are the fucking chances of that? This is an original concept. It's never been done before. I know, I yeah, we're getting off. It came to me in a dream. <laughs> <laughs> right, who got that one? That was... That was John, wasn't it? Oh, John. Okay, so John's got another... Possibly. Ten points. <laughs> Does anyone have a second? Are we Are we done? Has anyone got one left? No, I'm done. No, I think we're done. I think we're done. Right, That's the scores cool. on the doors are... Dan retain, well, uh, continues to be in the lead with 35. John moves into second place with 25. Nezzy moves, uh, moves down to third with 20. And I move down to the bottom with 15. Bottom feeder. So there we go, the Metacritic quiz. Let's move on to... And this week's topic of the week is worst game ever played. And we're going to do this quick quick, fire. Quick fire, yes. Um, Someone else go because I've not really thought about it. Uh, my one is uh, Mind Jack on the Xbox 360. It's utter shite. Uh, the whole idea is that you can um, jack someone's mind and walk around as that NPC, um, but it's utter wank. None of it works. Shooting's broken. Gameplay's broken. Yeah, don't bother. Is that not exactly the same as Watchdog Legion that you've been praising? No, because Watchdog Legion do it well. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> What's the conclusion? There are actual gameplay mechanics that are supposed to be gameplay mechanics. Mind Jack was fucking nothing. It's shit. Avoid. Okay. Who's got one? Dan, do you uh, have yeah, one by any chance? Yeah. Um, there were quite a few that I was thinking about, but yeah, I think it's got to be Duke Nukem Forever for me. It's probably the worst game I've ever That's played. A good shout. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, it was. I mean, Yahtzee Crossshaw said it was the shittest game of 2011, and uh, Jim Sterling said the game was like a disease. So, uh, yeah, it wasn't very good. Uh, the highlight was actually picking a turd out of a toilet and then using it to write on the whiteboard in, yeah, in well, I did the beginning that. of the game. <laughs> I did that. It was my game of the year that year, just for that very reason. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Uh, yeah, that's literally that's what... the best bit of the game. That's what inspired you to start teaching, isn't it, John? I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that on the interview. <laughs> okay, I thought of one. Um, so, back in the PS1 era, uh, I asked for this game for Christmas. It was like the main present. 
because it was like 50 quid or something. Um, and it was Independence Day, the game oh, of oh, the movie. Oh, I, have that. I was like, oh, I love the film. I want the game. Give me the game. I want the game. And yes, it was. Um, Shit. It was beyond turd. I, I remember having that on the on the PS One when the PS One was chipped. So, I, but I can't remember the game. I do remember having it. I think it was the most I, I've ever felt deflated on Christmas. I I never had the delight of playing that. Ah, oh, shame. Yeah, it's, oh, yeah. It, I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's a painful childhood Shit. memory. Let's move on. Let's move on. <laughs> I literally, I literally just can't think of a game. I've tried. I remember trying that Duke Nukem Forever and like playing a few minutes of it and just thinking, I'm never playing this game again. So that was a bad game. But I can't. I just, I've got a terrible memory, so I can't remember things from a long time ago. Especially if it's like a bad experience, I just won't think about it ever again. So I really can't think of anything. That's the worst game that I've ever played. I've played loads of shit games, but I just can't think of any. So that's your homework for next week. Feeling- I've got yeah. a feeling I pirated Duke Nukem Forever because it's not in my Steam library. <laughs> <laughs> right, okay. Well, that is the, uh, the topic of the week. Very, very brief. Um, but yeah, we're, we're, we're coming to two hours, 15 minutes now, so we should probably carry on. Right, now we come, uh, we come to the community section. And now it's your time to shine. It's the community section. Are we doing good? Are we doing bad? We want to know. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Right, so um, we will start this community section with MS Ranger, who says, Evening, gents. Uh, this, is, this is an email, isn't it? This is a legitimate email. Yep. Fantastic. <laughs> sounds so surprised. We have an email. Someone <laughs> took the time to email us. It's show two. <laughs> oh. Go on. So in, in two or three podcasts' time, I'm just expecting calls from the president and everything. Actually, not that president. <laughs> Once the good president. Yeah. Anyway, <clears throat> the community. An email. MS Ranger says, Evening, gents. Happy Christmas to all. In between playing games, my tipple is a nice Baileys, but only when it's Christmas. Like my missus, her weekend drink is a vodka and Coke, but because it's Christmas, she has, she has to have a Bacardi and Coke as it's just become a tradition. Uh, do you have any traditions along, the, along these lines? Um, I can't read. <laughs> that you can stick with for the festive season. I've had quite a bit of rum, uh, which is very apt for this email, uh, which means I can't read it. Uh, yes, so have you had any traditions along these lines that you stick with every festive season? John, do you? I'm all about the Baileys. Oh, I had Baileys this, this Christmas as well. It's the last time I had Baileys since last Christmas. Me too. I always used to go to the pub next door with a group of mates but obviously haven't been able to do that this year That's, but that was my Christmas tradition God I miss the pub yeah so do I I have to walk past it every time I go over to my mum's just there just tormenting well, sadly you asking that question has just got us reflecting on all the things that we've always loved doing that we can no longer do yeah well, I was thinking that mine was the same <laughs> uh, every Christmas Eve we'd uh, we'd go to the to a pub um, really uh close to the University of Birmingham um, every Christmas Eve without fail apart from this last one 
that had much fail. <laughs> well, thank you, MS Ranger, for depressing the shit out of all of us. <laughs> <laughs> he continues. Uh, I have been playing... Uh, oh, fuck it, my brain has gone so... Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk. <laughs> <laughs> my brain couldn't recognise what the, uh, the acronym was. Oh, I've had too much... <laughs> I have been playing Cyberpunk 2077. On the notes, it says CP 2077. I just couldn't decipher what that meant. Uh, on the PS5. Uh, still have hourly crashes, done around 20 hours, but I've decided now to keep away from it until we get those January or February updates. I got for Christmas Immortals uh, Phoenix Rising, and it's so true that it's like... Uh, Breath of the, it's so true that it's like Breath of the Wild, which is great. I thoroughly enjoyed um, Assassin's Creed Odyssey, and you can tell it's from the same studio and is a bright and beautiful land to explore. Probably done about seven hours. I feel I feel it's a game that uh, that you stick back, you sit back, relax, and just enjoy the environment without too much stress. Is there a game you play that you know when you put it on? It'll just be a chilled-out session without too much stress. That's all, folks. That's Mark. Yeah, I quite often put Elite Dangerous on just to chill out and explore the Milky Way. That's that's a nice, relaxing game. But then I've also been doing the same in, in Cyberpunk because well, I don't get the hourly crashes. And so, yeah, I've been quite chilled out just driving around there exploring it. It's a game I do want to. I do want to explore. Uh, well, I do want to start. I've not uh, played it yet, but it's on my list. For me, it's uh, Planet Coaster. That's my go-to de-stress game. I can do as much or as little in it as as I want. Sometimes I can just go on the game and just walk around the park and do nothing but ride some some roller coasters and stuff. So that's my chill-out game. Mm, yeah, uh, for me, it's. Probably um, Tony Hawk's or the skate games. Um, I could just skate around. Uh, it's almost like muscle memory at this point with Tony Hawk's games that I know what the tricks are and the timing of them that I just don't need to think about to play them. And it's exactly the same with the skate games. Just don't even need to think about them to play them. I can just skate around, do what I feel like doing, and just switch off. I've got the... the- the Tony Hawks, I loved them one and two back in the day. Absolutely loved them religiously. I got the new one and I still like it. However, it is the furthest away from a relaxing game. And the thing that stops <laughs> me from being good at the game is that I get so tense as I'm like trying to chain tricks together and do things. I'm like squeezing the pad so hard that like I can't get my fingers to respond quick enough because I'm just so tense. So I love the game, but it is the most unrelaxing game in my opinion. <laughs> what's mine um, you, recently it's been the Tetris what's the one that's just called on Xbox effect. Not Tetris. Effect. Tetris effect it's been playing that getting my headphones on putting that on in a dark room and just playing that it's not always relaxing but it's like your emotion like your emotions just reflect what's happening in the game so in a way you're not really in control of your emotions it kind of flows with the game so mm. it's like Sound yeah, design passenger is on this yeah you're like a passenger just on this little journey that is taking you on and even though there are stressful bits when you get past them it's so satisfying and like even the stressful bits are because the what they do with the colors and what they do with the sound like you're just in it it's just 
great. It's just a great, great, great game. And I love to put that on to just not think and just be in the game. Cool. Good answer. Has anyone else not answered this? Have we all answered it? No, we're all good. Yeah, I think we're good. Thank you very much, Mark. Our first email. You are forever going to be known as the person who sent the first email. How how honoured should you feel right now? Uh, Andy C. Uh, Hi, all. Just wanted to say I really enjoyed your first show. Hopefully it's the first of many. Uh, Got a question for you. What music was played in your home when you were growing up? And what was it played on? Cheers, everyone. Hope you had a great Christmas. Um, Sorry, has... Hope you had a great, as great a Christmas as possible, and may you hopefully have a happy New Year. Couldn't be any fucking worse, could it? <laughs> Whoever thinks he's the going. answer first can go. I've got one. I've, my um, my mum listens to like Elvis, like ninety nine percent Elvis. So I listened to a lot of Elvis growing up. We used to have a record player and a big Elvis record collection. So that was one half of it. And my dad, being um from Ivory Coast, listened to a lot of African music. Um, so I listened to a lot of that when I was younger. And then my dad introduced me to hip hop, which I still kind of listen to nowadays. So it was African music, Elvis, and then some hip hop, Motown and stuff that my dad got me into. So I had a great musical upbringing and I try and do the same for my children now and make them listen to all my music. So they one day love music too. Very eclectic. For me, it was um, Queen. My brother was obsessed with Queen. Queen and Prince. So I had one brother who was obsessed with Queen and one who was obsessed with Prince. And both their rooms would be blasting them out, sometimes competing with each other. Um, So there was me in the middle just receiving both at the same time. So uh, I'm very fond of both. Yeah. Uh, For me, uh, my dad listened to a lot of Queen and uh, UB40. Um, and my mum listened to things like The Clash, The Jam, The Specials, um, that sort of stuff. Uh, And uh, because of of listening to those growing up, um, I really uh, enjoy those a lot of those things now um, as part of my music taste. My music tastes really span a lot of different genres, to be honest. I've been to like rap gigs, to heavy metal gigs, to pop punk ones, to punk ones, to all sorts of different ones but uh, to answer the second part of his question growing up a lot of the things that we listened to were on tapes uh, tape cassettes and then eventually cds yeah for me um uh, my mum used to listen to a lot of opera and classical music uh, also she'd listen to um, the eagles the carpenters beatles my dad listened to a lot of cat stevens um and then when we moved to my grandparents house he listened to a lot of al Bowley and um uh and and more classical music as well and yeah it was mainly on lp well thank you andy c um so we'll move on to just a few little other bits left so we've got uh, matt empower 343 says the next sponsor of the show should be dick insider he says my wife loves a nice dick insider every evening well thank you matt um ms ranger uh said uh, just a quick line to say great start to your podcast thoroughly enjoyed uh nice to hear some new voices in my earlobes see i read that as a ms rangers as a divorced a divorcee cold ms <laughs> rangers obviously it's not <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. My Tainted Brain says, a great podcast, guys. Looking forward to more. Are you doing this weekly, monthly, or a la mid-gamer, mid-life gamer net? 
as in whenever the whenever you get the urge. So hopefully it's weekly. So far yeah. it's weekly. Mm-hmm. I see no reason why it will change. Um, yeah, weekly. And finally, Antonio uh, asks, give us some life advice, something you wish you knew when you were younger. I gave some thought to this and I prepared an answer. So I'm just going to say mine first. Um, so you're more likely to regret opportunities missed than opportunities taken and failed. So be bold, be smart, uh, but also never be afraid to say no. That's mine. Never oh, put okay. milk in a soda stream. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> I still won't try that. I just need to buy a soda stream first. What happens? You yeah, think you get a nice fizzy milkshake, but yeah, no, don't just don't do it. Trust me, just don't do it. <laughs> do it. I'm not going to trust you. I distrust you. You're just trying to stop us from having delicious fizzy milkshakes. <laughs> yeah, conspiracy to keep them away. Uh, my piece of advice probably goes with the uh, quote, um, there's no point worrying about things because um, you'll just suffer twice, um, which is probably quite deep for this podcast. <laughs> um, <laughs> considering we've been speaking about clown rape for part of it. <laughs> um, basically yeah I like that quote because uh, someone who's sort of had anxiety and depression and stuff in the past um, I think it's it's completely true there's no point worrying about things um, before they've happened because you will just suffer twice in fact I'm pretty sure (laughs) that JK Rowling actually wrote that (laughs) but I could be wrong Um, yeah very good my advice is don't think like stop thinking you're old when you get to like 22 you think oh I'm 22 I'm old like what am I doing then you get to like your late 20s and you start thinking oh I'm 27 I'm getting too old you just keep on doing this whole loop thing but then you look back 10 years and you think why did I think I was old when I was 25 like so don't take things too seriously too early realize that you have a long life ahead of you and even if you're not doing exactly what you thought you wanted to do when you were 22 or 25 or 35 or even 45 or even 50 it's not too late to change and try something new and it's never too late basically just yeah that's my thing don't wish your life away and it's never too late to make the changes that you want to change because if you think it's too late and don't make them let's say you want to do a course that's five years when you're 30 and you think oh there's no point in doing that i will be 35 when i'm finished well you're going to be 35 anyway and by the time you get to 35 you just think if i had just committed to that back then it'd be done now so go for it well said that's really good advice yeah i changed my mind i want to say that (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> very eloquently put. but the thing is though I, I, I still do it now I'm how old am I now 37 and I'm still that way thinking of just like oh I'm 37 what's happening to me but I know when I'm 47 I look back to now and thinking why was I worrying about being 37 then so you're always young you're young until you die <laughs> you're the same age as me yeah. um, right funny. that is uh Everyone in the community section, I believe, unless someone has anything hiding up their pockets. No, that looks like all that community action. And that's the best of the best. We had to board it down from hundreds of emails and thousands of tweets. Oh, yes, 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 yes. That is what happened. Uh, But thank you very much, everyone, who's who's sent emails and responded via Twitter or responded by 
uh, anything. Uh, if you are listening to this and you want to get in touch, uh, please listen to this. We want to hear from you. We want to hear from you. Follow us on Twitter. Follow us on Facebook. Email, Email us. Podcast at joysticksandchill.com Yes, so um, please get in touch. We love hearing from people. It's great. This is only show two. We've heard from... Um, it's been a good start, I think, uh, from yeah, all the people who's, who's took the time. Um, yeah, yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much. Right, we are pretty much done here. So uh, let's move on to... John, we're going to go for you first because you seem to be uh, more prepared than, than anyone else. Um, thanks. So uh, I want to shout out you guys first of all. Thank you, Dan. Thank you, Nessie. Thank you, Jay. Um, absolutely fantastic. Jay, special shout out to you. Thank you so much for um, doing such a good job with the hosting and the editing and all that good stuff. Um, I want to shout out Stu from the Veteran Games as well. He messaged me earlier in the week um, to give some really uh, good uh, and helpful feedback and advice. Um, thank you to everyone that's contacted us. It's it's really blown me away um, with the amount of um, messages and things we've had across Facebook and on Twitter and everywhere else. I really, really greatly appreciate it. And I know that, that all of us here at Joysticks and Chill do. Um, yeah, please, uh, as part of my shout out, I'm, I'm going to do a bit of a request as well. Please do leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, now we're on there. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm also got a quite a big one. It's, it's my last one, uh, my last part of my shout out. Uh, I'm going to shout out my wonderful wife for um, always putting up with me, uh, trying to talk to her about video games. And um... <laughs> perfect timing with that sound clip. And um, looking after our, our daughter uh, to allow me to um, to come on and talk. Uh, video games and all that good stuff for you guys and i've got to give a massive shout out to my beautiful daughter sophia uh sophia mouse um because it is her first birthday tomorrow so we've got a big party planned for her um but please don't tell boris because i do not want him turning up at my door (laughs) (laughs) um and I'm going to throw it over to Nessie. What are your shout-outs? Who would you like to Um, I'm going to shout-out... Like I've been playing a bit of COD, so I'm going to shout-out the COD people I've been playing with. So there's a friend of mine that's started a little community called Like-Minded Gamers. So I've been playing with those guys, so everyone there. So Leroy, that's my friend. Um, Raging Donkey and Irish, who we've been playing COD with. So shout-out to them. And shout-out to my family, because I've had a lovely Christmas. Again, my wife, who also listens to me talk about games where she doesn't really care about it but she sits there smiling and listening so i appreciate that um thanks to you guys for doing the show and like i quickly mentioned before like and you said john like it's so great to get 
of these people tweeting us, contacting us, and it's it's a really, really great feeling to know that people out there are listening to the show and um, interacting with us. So shout out to all the listeners and the people writing in. Keep it coming, and I look forward to hearing from you all in the future episodes. Very good. Dan? Uh, yeah, I just found out, uh, so I'm going to shout out the Overseas Connection because uh, I won their 15-quid um Victory Chief. Oh, you bastard. I never win that thing. <laughs> well done, Dan. I, I just got the tweet whilst I was looking through my tweets to see who to shout out, and there we go. Perfect. Oh, well done, well done. <laughs> Fucker. And um, also, if I, um, if I confused anyone with one of my uh, uh, tweets earlier this week, um, it's all right to find it, find it, you know, sexy. It's fine. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I think that was me. <laughs> I think I watched yeah. that about three or four times. Just it's <laughs> long enough to finish, you know. Yeah, Rich Webster liked it quite a bit as well. <laughs> Brilliant. Uh yeah, I would like to shout out everyone who's contacted us, um, you guys as well. Um the young chap who helped me bring the seat to uh, bring my gaming seat to the car from PC World, I think his name was Damien. I probably made that name up, but uh, yeah, he had a, we had a nice conversation about building PCs and games and things. So he was cool. I'm sure he's listening, obviously. Um, and veteran gamers as normal. I'll always shout out them. Uh, they are the reason I'm here. Um, and yes, that is that is about it. Um, thank you very much, everyone, for listening to us again. Uh, if you have, or thank you for listening for the first time, if it is the first time. Um, be sure to listen to episode one as well, if this is the first one you've listened to. Any cunts out there, please uh, join the uh, Political Institute for uh, Shits with Status, as the uh, as our sponsor is, because. <laughs> The more cunts there are, the, uh, the the more money we get. So if you like kicking puppies, then, uh, yes, please go there and fuck up our country. Thank you. Uh, so, yes, that's that's it for us. Um, have a very happy new year. We will see you in the new year for the next podcast. Um, it can't possibly be worse than this year, can it? Really? <laughs> big Brexit, big Brexit year. Who knows? Let's see. I'm expecting a comet or something. To just just end it. Yeah, or we'll Russia will do something. Yeah, just nuclear annihilation or some kind of yeah mass extinction of mass extinction extinct. I can't say the word extinction event of well, some as kind. Long as, do it after cyber, as long as they do it after after March when Cyberpunk gets fixed, then that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> or it'll be something like really insane, like Villa will win the Premier League. That would that would be yeah. Just bring on the comment first. Yeah. Right. Well, thank you very much for listening. Please listen again from everyone here at Joysticks and Chill. Happy New Year! Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Joysticks and Chill podcast. Don't forget to join the Discord. See you next time.